And we are coming down in three, two, one. Drunk on your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm joined by Mark, Gene Washington. Nope. Overlapping Chief Souls. <laughs> the Mass Chris Massey. And the Rat of a Red Baron. Oh, yuck, 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 yuck. Uh, welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk Live on the Beat Baron Radio Network, uh, where I have one question. Massey, what's yeah. your jersey number? 13. All right, I know everybody else's. So, uh, yeah, we're here. Um, let's just dive right into it so we can get into the content. Um, uh, Starting lineup, um, I am drinking Leaves of Mark Imperial Stout from our friends at Black Hawk Brewing at Oxford, Connecticut. I am drinking from Black Hawk Brewery, Granola Brown Ale. Ah, oh, good beer. I don't know if I'm going to like it. I'm drinking some nice crisp water. I uh I, I broke in I broke I broke in the the gift from Paul for our you know our Christmas gift the Yeti uh coaster here two roads too juicy and from our friends at Black Hog Brewing a granola brown ale so Souls and I twinning it up fucking. Fuck. These were purchased. At a discount. Yeah, at a discount. <laughs> um, yeah, Saturday we went to Blackhawk Brewing. There'll be uh, content being posted for that uh, in the coming days. Um, we talked a lot about uh, the, the disc golf division. We talked a lot of you know real deep into the depths of beer making and distributing, as well as highlighted some of uh, what, what's new and what's hot in the, the Blackhawk team. Happy birthday, by the way. Yeah, happy birthday shout out to Tyler, the creator. Yeah. Here. <laughs> um, we'll do toast of excellence real quick. Um, I'll go first. Uh, my toast of excellence is to. Um, blah, 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 blah. Ready? Oh, uh, Jason Lit, Lich, Mike, Lich, Lich, whatever it is. Lichid. Sure. Um, he is the, I believe, the general manager for the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. The, he's, a, he's like a higher up executive. He's the general manager. Yeah, general manager. He's a general manager of the Bucks, Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, so. It, the video went viral from the boat parade of Tom Brady throwing the Lombardi, tr- Lombardi Trophy boat to boat to Cameron Brady. And the daughter of the original silversmith worker that created the Lombardi Trophy came out and demanded an apology from Tom Brady for disrespecting the Lombardi Trophy and all the hard work that her father and all the other silversmiths put into it and this and that. And he, um, he put up just like... He put up a meme that just said, calm down, Nancy, 
in response to it. And it's not as fucking hilarious because you never see GMs talk like that. Like, <laughs> like that whole organization is coming off of the high of a century right now. Yeah. And also, fuck that lady. Yeah. I read that and I was like, this has got to be a joke. It's so aggravating. What we live in a soft be, world. What people choose to be upset about. Yeah, we live in a soft world. S A W F T. It makes you just look like a huge oh. stiff. It's like, you owe me an apology because someone did something that I had nothing to do with. Shut up, lady. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should beat her, beat her up. All right. With with feathers. Sounds like a plan. I didn't know where you're going to go with that. All right. Uh, my toast is uh, to Jared Hughes, uh, retiring uh, from Major League Baseball. But it's a guy who's kind of had a pretty whatever career. But th- this post uh, brought up a lot of fond memories, and I'll show you guys. Uh, it says, Jared Hughes has announced his retirement. Goodbye to the man who took the best team photos. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It's pretty funny. Ken, was he a Met? Yes, he was. He's a guy who almost pulled off the every team we could add a jersey for. I think the closest one is B.W. Webb. I know. He's close. And I think he only wasn't a... A Ram. No, I, I think it was the Saints. Are you sure? I think so, because I think we were trying to figure out if we were including Jeff. I gotta look it up. It's it's tough, I, but I think you're right. He's he's the closest to fitting the the, the bill. He was in the Steelers practice squad. He didn't play last year. No, no, not last year. Uh, it is it is the Rams. No, I just meant in general, Kyle. Uh, and Kyle, he did. He played in 11, 11 games for the Steelers. What? Uh, in two thousand fourteen. Why do I have no recollection of this? Oh, don't worry. He, he got out there, Kyle. I think you tried to block he, it out of your memory like I did. Signed, he had all, like, one-year deals. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. He was pretty good at being bad. <laughs> yeah, he was just kind of a super average, you know, corner. Uh, Ross Cockrell. Same guy, more or less. He sucks. He's average. <laughs> anyway, my toast is to well, it's it's another birthday toast to Yamir Yager. Oh. Happy birthday. Turns forty nine today. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> Probably should have looked that up. Should take forever to do. <laughs> Mass, do you have a toast? Uh, mine is to the NFL for giving us the craziest quarterback kind of carousel. Kind of the highest quarterback drama we've seen in years. There's something new coming out every single day. That's why I was confused. Yeah, it seems like a lot of it is just kind of nonsense. Like the Russell Wilson thing, I, I got excited for just because once. Love him, but I mean, they're not going to trade him. No, it'd be cool if they did. <laughs> yeah, 
would be really cool. Get him out of the fucking division. Make him somebody else. Deshaun problem. Watson's on his way there, so. Oh. <laughs> they just swap. Kyle, did you do you have a toast? I do have a toast. And my toast is to Kendall Reed. Being that dude. Hey, thank you so much. We have so I gave it to somebody I love. I don't think that's true. It's true. I got one, and I got it in hole three where you had the triple man go into the, the middle. I don't remember that. I'll believe you, but I don't remember time. that. Yeah, you were gone. About five that's minutes. Right. Dude, you can drink all first, man. Look, you don't drink all You just have to drink All right, so let's crack them in by uh, Islands to recently... Uh, Recently, news breaking uh, passed away of uh, extinct Chargers and Buccaneers wide receiver Vincent Jackson. 39 years old. Rest in peace. Very sad. Let's just finish that one and do some more. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump we'll out. Like, Kyle does not like the granola brown. <laughs> I, it's not like my cup of tea, which he also doesn't like. <laughs> they should make a Mountain Dew version for all the neck beards. They, they make a Mountain Dew vodka. No, I think I had it. Three olive Dew. It's called Three Olives Dew. You know how like they made like there was like. Line you know how they made like the root beer thing? Yeah, they yeah. Made, it was the father's. Uh, yeah, they made like a Mountain Dew version. Yeah, not not your father's Mountain Soda or something like that. Yeah, it was, uh, not your father's grass clippings, I believe, was the name of the. <laughs> well, not your father's Mountain Medicine. <laughs> oh my! Imagine a carbonated Graves. Do they still sell that? Uh, I'm sure you can find it. Like I'm sure they can kiss though. Hey, Kendall. Yes. TJ Crohn's a Rocky. Yeah, we talked about that off the air. Yeah. You know what that means? What does that mean? An extra two home runs for him. Yeah, you're right. On, on four less games. They're going to be so bad. Yeah. They're going to be like the 2001 Rockies. Hey, they, they could. They're, yeah. They're going to be so bad that they're going to be themselves. <laughs> oh, man. Baseball starts in two weeks. No, they're live. That's pretty close to two weeks, Kyle, so you're pretty close. Well, spring training starts on the 27th. Hey, I know you guys don't give a shit about it, but boy, am I excited. But boy, what? I'm excited. Wow. Spring training's for, like, the kids you don't get to see. Or won't be able to see for, like, two or three years. 
Yeah. Like, hey, I can't wait to watch you in five years. <laughs> yeah. I know, but it's just something about it for me that makes me love it. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Tim Tebow will be back yet again. <laughs> he's not going to make the team, so I don't realize that. No, but I mean, the, the, the point is that he's still trying. <laughs> you know yeah, he, he's playing to play. I mean, why not? Well, I mean, you know, as like the the Family Guy joke, it's a great way to stay in shape. Um, <laughs> but but like, how long? Like, I as don't long know, as like, he keeps getting a paycheck. Yeah, I guess that's true. As long as he's making money, he doesn't care. Right. But I, I really, I don't even know if it's a money thing for him. I don't either, but it's certainly not going to hurt. Yeah, well, I, mean, I think he's making good money doing the the college analysis for ESP. It's just, it's just something to do. I mean, why would not play professional baseball if he could? Well, the, it's funny. The origin of it all is he's playing for the Mets because the Mets were the only team to let him keep that ESPN gig. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there's people that are going to. I mean, who's what? Whatever the minor league affiliate is. I mean, I would go to see Tebow play. Yeah. I would try and meet him. He has his own car. I don't know if he's sure. Does he? Yeah, he has a prospect car. <laughs> is, is he a rated prospect? No, but like they, they just have like cars like that. Certain players and they give him one. It just kind of. I, like, I still think because I mean there there was a game. I think he was going to play the the yard goats, and I <laughs> and I remember I was going to try and get tickets to go see him. Was that like one of those, you know, hey, here's a celebrity manager for the Bridgeport Bluefish type moves? No, no, like he was playing. Oh, um, I see what you're saying. I, I never mind. Yeah, like they they were playing. I, I I don't remember the the Mets team that he's on. It's what is it the fucking. Well, for for, it's the the Binghamton Binghamton Mets. Sorry. Binghamton, yes, yes. Um, Double they, they were coming to town, or I, I think Triple. it was that. To play the the yard goats, and and he was going to be playing, and then he was he was hurt or something, whatever the hell happened. Kendall, is your Triple A team Syracuse now? Um, I'm trying to think. It used to be Las Vegas, but I don't know if it still is. I don't think. I think it's Syracuse. And I, yeah, you know, I think you're right because I think it's all like New York Central. It no. makes way more fucking sense. Yeah, I never understood like you know, hey, we got we got a Triple A out in Las Vegas, so that really helps if you have to get a player in real soon. Yeah, I had to play three hours to get your time fucked up. Yeah, pitching this game tonight. Yeah, it was always weird. Well, you know, the Mets are just historically known for good decisions. This is true. It's like Hartford is now with the Rockies. That makes no fucking sense. But they have a minor league team in Colorado that's from Milwaukee. Yeah, it's I, just all, you know, money and. Well, it, it was weird. I mean, remember the 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 New Haven uh, Ravens? That was the the Rockies um, affiliate for a long time, and then they packed their bags, went to New Hampshire, and now New Hampshire, the Blue Jays, which kind of makes sense. <laughs> I wonder how that all works, like. You know, if you just change affiliates, like, what about your prospects? Well, because even still, because we had New York and Rockets, they were the twins. Yep. So well, it's like, 
but wait, when you when you change uh, affiliates, do the, do all the players stay, or do you just pack up everything and, and like you just like swap buildings? How does yeah, that work? Let the player play for that team. They're part of that organization, not the fucking Rockets. But I don't. I don't think all of them are. <laughs> no, but like, oh, Massey, fuck you so much. Well, anyway. Man, sorry, Massey made himself a three-point shooting center that's bad at free throws. <laughs> Classic. But, like, I, it's weird because, like, so the players stay in the organization. So, like, when they moved from, you know, Britain to whoever the fuck they moved to, they didn't, they didn't like, stay because there was no team in Connecticut for, like, a year or two. They're not just going to be like, oh, now you're part of the fucking corporate yard goes. But, that, but that's what I mean. I, I don't think, like, I don't think the entire, like, yard goats roster is part of the Rockies organization. Yes, they are. I don't know. That's I don't think that works. I don't think every player is, though. I think there's it certain is. people that are in their organization and some that are only on the the affiliates. No. Every player that's a part of a minor league team is a part of that team's affiliate. So, all right, for an example, the Philadelphia Phillies, Clearwater, Lehigh Valley, and Philadelphia. They're all part of the Phillies organization. They can only be brought up by the Phillies. It's not the NBA where you have a G League team that's a different team. <laughs> They're all it's all one team they have fucking kids. Like the Yankees, they have Trenton, they have uh Scranton Wilkesbury. Yeah, Scranton Wilkesbury. They're they're only a part of the Yankees. Does that make sense? No, I, I understand that. What I'm saying is, I'm not saying that other teams can, like, poach the player, but I, I, I could have sworn that there were some players that are, like, almost not exclusive, but, like, they're only part of the minor team. There, there's only certain players that you can promote. Like, it's not it's not just, like, open season. No, no, no. Okay. Then I misunderstood what you're saying. So, if, to be brought up, you have to be on the 40-man roster. So that I think we're saying the same thing then. Yeah, to be brought up, you have to be part of the forty-man roster, and then. But like, I I get what you're saying. Well, it's crazy too because there's there's more than just you know single A, double A, triple A. There's these other uh, affiliates that I don't really know what their role is in in, in like, the system. Like rookie ball and all that. Well, yeah. they have yeah the the low A, high A, you know. Right, I double A, like the the Mets have a team that's affiliated. They're called the Kingsport Mets, and they're in Tennessee. Like, but I don't know what their role is. Their role is they take the guys that are even older and more hurt, <laughs> but can still hit home runs. Right. So, so low A ball and rookie ball are for like eighteen, nineteen year olds who don't have to be up. Well, like, because you can play at 16 in the minors, or, like, 17. I think it's 17. Like, you'll be 17, and, like, you can 
and they'll, they'll just keep you in low A and look you, they'll keep you in like low A ball until like you're 18, and then then they'll start moving you up. You know, Kendall, I think Cecil Fielder plays for that team you mentioned. Uh, Kingsport Mets. Cecil Fielder, player coach. That's cool. Let's get tickets. Listen, we we should do more minor league games. We should never go to a New Britain Bees game. Well, they're not minor league. They're not, but they're bad. I want to go to a Yard Goats game because I've heard the food there is amazing and the atmosphere is pretty cool. I've been to that. Then we can go visit, and then after the game, we can go see our future friends at City Steam. <laughs> I like that place a lot. You know, for a hot minute, I was involved with the New Britain Bees putting their games on AM radio. Yeah, they, we know. They had a former Philly kettle. Yeah, they? thanks for getting us tickets. Oh, I couldn't. <laughs> My job was to play the game off of a YouTube stream and put it on the radio. <laughs> because that made sense. Dude, those tickets probably like $9. No, no, they pay you to go. You know, there was one time I went to a Rockcats game and it was like, bring your pet night. <laughs> they have those in Major League but Baseball. That, that's the most ridiculous thing. Because that's what you need, a dog shitting in the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> While I'm shitting in the bleachers. While I'm trying to eat my fucking nachos. <laughs> like, were there pinto beads in this? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, come here, Sparky. <laughs> God, it, it, MLB games, they do that? Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Is it like a low market team that just needs money for your pet? Thing? No, it's like yeah. a thing. Yeah, they do it. All, all the stadiums do it. The Yankees don't because they're a bunch of douches. No, the Yankees do it too. It, it, the thing is, is like it's bring your dog. It, it's like it's whenever the, it's like a one o'clock game on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it's not like prime time. <laughs> not a not a Saturday night eight o'clock game where it's like bring your bull mastiff to the park day. <laughs> Oh, sir, did my dog bite you? Oh, man, Bad Bunny just won the 24th. Uh, yeah, I was going to say it. Oh, man, you guys are watching Raw? Oh, uh, man, the first thing that popped up, New York Mets bark at the park. I hate that. You know what you're Very weird. Is Matt still here? Is his stra- Scrabble tiles there? The top. Oh, yeah. Massey's guy is going to be very weird. All right. Yeah, bark at the park. I think we lost the mass. He probably went to go, like, make a milkshake. Yeah, maybe. I think he's sautéing chicken right now. That's anabolic shake. (laughs) Make chocolate chip. Yeah. It's not that bad, Kettle. Yeah, it's hey, pretty you, bad. Hey, you want the worst flavor you can get? I got it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're like weeks away from... Well, maybe not even. Maybe the Shamrock Shake is out now. It, it is, is out. Yeah. They, also, they also came out with a Shamrock McFlurry. Really? You know, even though I just shit on mint chocolate chip, the Shamrock Shake is pretty fantastic. Terrible. But the Shamrock Shake's not really mint. It's not minty. It's mint. 
Yeah, but it's not. It's not like it's not minty like mint chocolate chip ice cream. It's a different level of mint. That's fair. It's like the junior mint versus like the lifesaver mint. Like the lifesaver mint, if you put one of those in your mouth with your mask on, you'll start crying. Is it like wintergreen versus mint? No, because wintergreen's not mint. It's spearmint. Skull or um, Copenhagen? Shut up. First of all, Skull sucks. Massey. Tony, I think he's gone. No, he's there. What? You still there? Can you hear us? Yeah. Dude, your guy was the weirdest guy I've ever made in 2K, bar none. That makes me happy. I'm so curious to see how good, like, how your guy's career is going to go. Not well, but... Well, here's the thing. I'm giving everybody a peak. So we're all going to get drafted at the age of 19 with a peak start of 21 and a peak end of 38. So we have a long reign of dominance. We're all going to have massively high potential. So we're all going to be 99 at some point in our career. But like the things you're going to be 99 at are going to be ridiculous, especially for center you bench. Well, that's kind of what I was aiming for is the most ridiculous combination I could go for. Paul, do you want to tell uh, what what everyone chose as their their strengths and weaknesses? I'll do it in the second hour once the, I start simming the careers because it's going to take me probably most of the first hour to create these players. Gotcha. All right. All right, Kyle, what do you got for me? Um, I was expecting that question. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, here, we'll, we'll jump in for, for a second. Um, as we kind of mentioned when we were going through our starting lineups, we had the opportunity to go hang out at Blackhawk again, which is always an awesome time. You know, Tyler always pulls out all the stops for us. Uh, I mean, out of all the breweries you've been to, we've never had more free range of a place like anything like that. <laughs> That's true. I mean, we... I don't even have as much freedom in my own house. <laughs> I mean, never in my life would I have thought that we were in a brewery throwing plastic discs <laughs> around a building with, with but you know. Yeah, it's cool. Just don't break it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's like one rule. Don't break the TV. That was it. Otherwise, it's like, you know, we could, uh, you know. And I came pretty close to it. Yeah. You know how much of a bummer that would have been? Yeah. Let me tell you something. That was a lot of fun. It was. It was a good time. Yeah. We got to, you know, when we record, you know, we tried, you know, some new, some new beers that I think that are out now. Um, I don't, there's only one beer that I think we kind of got like a sneak peek of, I think was the, the orange one, correct? Everything else was about, hit, hit the shelves already. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Um, Welcome for that, by the way. Yeah, during, not, not to give too much away, but during the broadcast, you know, we're talking about beers and there's the, the four pack is on the table. And, you know, Tyler had kind of, like, you know, talked about it briefly. And Kyle's like, I want that one. Yeah. <laughs> Give now. <laughs> no, I didn't say it like that. I was like, no, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm you over this seltzer. <laughs> he said citrus, and Kyle was just like. He perked right up. Like, there you go. I was like, you, you're a cow. <laughs> but it was cool. We, you know, we. We got to, you know, they have 
four mo. I don't know what you call it. Would you call it mobile nets? I mean, you it's can put those in ba- a yeah, basket. <laughs> Uh, but they had the potential that you could put them in the ground, right? I, I think. Right, yeah. Based that you can like wheel them around, but they're meant that they can also be put into the ground. I like that he called them a mobile net. Well, I was kind of like, uh, I was stumbling over my words. Um, but we, we, we put up uh, the GoPro inside and we kind of filmed ourselves putting uh, and we had another camera going. So we're putting that uh, footage together kind of as we speak. Hopefully we have a, a, a decent video for you guys to watch. Otherwise, but otherwise it's just gonna be like a bunch of lunatics, like running around. Kyle was gonna do a scuba putt. Well, we all know how to do it. I just do it better than you. <laughs> I, on the grounds of what you made one. Oh, uh, did you make any? I don't know exactly. I'm not saying you're better than I'm, not, I'm better than you. I'm saying but it sounds like it sounds like you're saying you're better than all of us. Yes, I am better at rubbing my feet against concrete. Well, did you guys have a, a a favorite moment from our our previous visit? Um, Tyler's face when we saw my titanium discs. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> um. Reconnecting with an old high school classmate was pretty cool. Tyler teaching me how to do a jump putt. <laughs> Which who would have thought? You just jump while you're putting. <laughs> Can you do it, Mark? Uh, yes, pal. I do use that technique from time to time. You know what? You're being such a douchebag right now. <laughs> and I'm going to go over there. I'm going to turn off the PlayStation. Go ahead, Cal. Hey, Kendall. Yes. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need you to resend me your three strengths because you sent me overall defense as number one, and then shot blocking for two and rebounding for three. So those both kind of count as overall defense. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll diversify my my uh, my portfolio. Well, just like like shot blocking and rebounding is good, but pick a third something else. Okay. All right, keep going. Sorry. I don't remember what we were talking about. We were just talking about kind of Black Hog in general. Our our, our third visit, I believe. This is my first. A lot of fun. What was your favorite moment, Kendall? Um, you know, I I think it, it's always Doing fun. Of, what? Doing the Pledge of Allegiance. Well, your, uh, yeah. During during fucking playing, stupid. Uh, but that, that that's part of all my uh, horse or whatever you want to call it, techniques for, for, for basketball. Um, I always just like when we get to sit around and we're always just kind of like, you know, shooting the shit, you know, talking talking about the beer projects. It's, it's always lighthearted, you know, because he's able to talk about, you know, what their business is, but also it, it feels like, you know, you're just hanging out with a friend that you've known for a while. He, you know, he doesn't put up a front or yeah. anything like that. Well, so I'm going to tell you, he's just a normal guy. What I would really like to do is I'd really like to, to get Tyler out on the course with us. I'd like to then go back to somebody's like house and just get real drunk off Blackhawk beer. And I tell you, it'd be a good competition to see who pees more, him or Kyle Kendall. <laughs> I tell you, he you know definitely gave me a run for my money. He might have beat you. I, I think you're right. 
So, I'm, I'm like the urine I, king. I could just picture that that Michael Jordan meme when it's kind of, and I took that personally. <laughs> Nobody outpees me. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this trip though, it was it was a lot of fun to get back down there. Um, you know, setting the uh, the baskets up around the brewery, I thought it was really awesome. That was a you know a fun thing that we were able to do because we weren't able to go out and play. Yeah, I guess we we had plans to go out, but I guess the snow was just so serious in places that like you know we we don't be out there you know trudging waist deep through snow looking yeah. for a disc that I inevitably lost. <laughs> but um, but, but you know we we were able to make the best of it, and we ended up having a, I, at least I did. I don't want to speak for everybody, but I had a great time. Yeah, you know it, it actually may have turned out to be more fun that we did it this way. You know, we didn't, you know, get cold and no one got like their, their shoes soaked. Um, well, I tell you what, it was pretty cold while we were recording. Yeah. A little bit cold. Yeah. I, I needed to grab the, the old sweatshirt about three quarters of the way in shivering. It was getting pretty chilly. And it, all in all, if you guys, listeners haven't gone back through the shows, the time it worked out pretty well from us recording at CT Disc Golf, I think two two weeks back or three weeks back, whatever it was, and then resulting in this this previous weekend, having those two shows pretty much back-to-back. No, yeah, it was. It, it's been a good couple weeks for us. So once this show, this show is actually, actually, as of right now, I believe it's up on, uh, on our Podbean page. It would be cool if we could actually put the two shows together because it actually might pair up to be a full three hours. Um, but we can cross that bridge when the time comes if you guys want to do that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, can make like a uh, because both shows are, are, are symbiotic. It's a fourteen dollar word right there. Yeah, spell it. Um, I believe there's a Y in there. Huh. It's a silent I. Silent I. I wouldn't say that the I is silent. You know, Massey, this is why I don't invite you places. And I took that personally. <laughs> <laughs> we got to, uh, you know, we got to get back and figure out where else we can head out to. Well, it was interesting because I think I don't want to say early on, but when we first kind of got started, there was a lot of places we were able to hit kind of pretty quickly, and then we kind of we settled into kind of a more studio setting, or we just weren't, you know, reaching out. Um, but, and then, then, then COVID hit. So then it was like, I think we're kind of less likely to, to reach out to places, but, you know, it was great that, you know, you know, we, we wore masks and all that, but it was, it wasn't like a super, like, you know, oh, I, I felt like we shouldn't be here. You know? No. Yeah. Which was nice. But it's been cool. You know, we've got to go to a few places, you know, we did cliffside, which was cool. Um, we went to Thimble Island, Litchfield Distillery. Yep. We've got to visit some cool places. I didn't go to Thimble, but I went to the distillery place. Well, hopefully maybe we could start sending out some more emails and, and, and getting into places again um, as, as things get better. I mean, we were at Blackhawk. They were, I mean, inside the, the tap room has basically been, been shut down. And while we were there cleaning up, they, they were kind of getting ready to get back to how things were. They were, they were painting, uh, they were cleaning yeah. stuff off the floor. 
So they're close. Yeah, they're getting there. Because, I mean, they, they were telling us, I mean, they haven't been open since last March. When everything shut down, they, they had to close their doors. Um, and it, it's it's funny because if, if you don't follow them on social media, you, you, one, one, you should, but you wouldn't even know that the tap room really wasn't open because, I mean, they're, they're so active. They're, they're doing the, the delivery. They post, like, a video or a picture every day. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're probably one of the more active uh, local breweries on, on social media. So they didn't, they didn't skip a beat. Yeah, they started offering, you were saying, you know, statewide delivery. I mean, that's that's not a uh, slight undertaking. No. Right, on top of that, um, distribution. Like, uh, on top of, like, distributing with, a, like, actual distribution center. Yeah. Mark, tell me when to stop. Stop. <laughs> You're a no. lesbian now, bitch. What? You're a We'll talk about it after. Let's talk about that. <laughs> but it, it was cool. I mean, we, we touched upon it quick while we were there. You know, there, there's always something happening at Black Hog. You know, the we said the first time we were there was right after they opened the expanded tap room. Um... Then the, the time after that was when they were expanding at least their brewing operation to Bear Smokehouse. Cause I know mm-hmm. they, they do some brewing down there. And this time we went, you know, and they're, they're doing the disc golf thing. And there's just always something happening there. It's so funny, the timing of everything, you know, getting into disc golf however many months back. And then crossing paths with the, the disc golf shop which is right in essentially our hometown if you will and then finding the connection that a brewery that's we really like and one that's kind of maintained a great relationship with us it's like the the, the six degrees of kevin bacon but for for drinking and playing disc golf <laughs> man imagine if, like we found disc golf earlier in our lives and how much in shape we would be well, I don't know about all that, but <laughs> yeah, let's not go too far on that, Kyle. But I, I do agree; it would be fun if we, you know, if we knew about it sooner or, or were playing it sooner. Well, it's funny you guys, you guys. I started in '04. What? We tried, but you didn't want to do it. That's not true. I mean, you guys, when you called me that day saying, you know, hey, like we did a thing, I was shocked. I had no idea that like that would even like be a thing for you guys i not that you, you wouldn't be interested obviously but i just never would have guessed it yeah you think we're lazy fucks yeah you think we're losers i don't know where that came from but uh i, I can see in your face you think we're district five quality yeah um i know district nine that's a movie right <laughs> i couldn't hear you District 5 from Muddy Ducks. Oh. That was before they became the Ducks. Gotcha. Massive display. That's when they turned down that scholarship, right? Uh, that was in the third one. And uh, they accepted the scholarship. And then they went to uh, DeVry University? <laughs> that was the sixth one. I was oh, going my to bad. make the Friars over and over again. 
Uh, if you can find that exact Friars video, then I'll give you ten dollars. I couldn't find it. Well, you probably could this, but there's only like two that exist. You know what? Look, up, look at the third one. The third one. <laughs> um. Uh, never mind. I forgot what I was gonna say. Nice. It was, some, it was something before all that, and I forgot. But yeah. But yeah, so if you go go listen to that show, uh, it's a lot of fun. The videos will be up soon. A lot of a lot of stuff to uh, get through, but we'll we'll have a video up very soon. And yeah, what do you think, Kendall? Take a break. Yeah, we'll take a, a quick break, and then we'll we'll be back with more uh, debauchery. Sound sound good, everybody? Yeah, yeah. sounds good. All right. Gentlemen, please mute your mics for me, please, and uh, we'll be back very soon. It's the Pete Medically Incorrect Show. Show. Show left, right. Bring it. Nobody's off limits on PPRNRadio.net. Home of getting sports with drunk on Monday nights. PPRN Radio. Home of the Peter Pino Show. Peter Pino Show. PPRN Radio. Wake it up. It's Reply Saturday. Your favorite talk shows all morning long. I just got to turn it up. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Mr. Pete Riddler. Assholes are all welcome. Yeah, yeah. So, Kendall, just a quick question. When we go on break, Yes. Is the music heard like on the on the air? Yes. All right. Who chose music? So I chose uh, Gordon Lightfoot in hopes to hear "Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald," and uh, so far I'm over two. Because I don't know what that last song was. So that, that's actually that, that's one of his hits. I mean, "Sundown's a good song, but I'm not a big fan of uh, that's. If you could read my mind, it's kind of a pretty bummer of a song. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear a wreck of the Edmonds for Fitzgerald, so if we take another break, maybe I'll hear it that time around. But, you uh, uh, you got bad taste in music, homeboy. Uh, no, I have a very wide range of music, uh, probably a lot better than yours. Thank you very much. <laughs> you like Paul Wall. I do, very much so. Listen, he, Kyle, he's regarded him as the greatest rapper of all time. That is Dude, incorrect. That was the funniest thing I've ever been a part of. That is a conversation that basically that person made it about, even though it wasn't. So, and I don't know what I was doing that was a pre-banana at that point. Was that the same night? I no. might not be. No, that was way after. Way after? Yeah. That was that was after I got back. That was just a basement hangout. And Kendall just you know got got out freestyled. <laughs> Also, that, that guy had scripted stuff, which is BS. <laughs> and he admitted it, too. It's annoying. <laughs> Kendall, just because he is better. I mean, don't don't yeah. be bitter. You know, I can yeah. be bitter because he, he went nowhere. Uh, he signed a record deal. Yeah, with, like, Executive Auto Group. <laughs> <laughs> He's been doing their commercials for the last... Five years. Yeah, he's making that fart noise in the back. The best thing, <laughs> the only thing successful 
puts on his career was be a feature on a Brooke Hogan Brooke Hogan. That's, uh, it's about us, or what's the name of that song? I don't know, you probably know it. Don't oh, I, I know the song. I've, I've watched the music video. It's weird. <laughs> I've watched that video a time or two. They were also because of that song. Uh, they went on to Howard Stern. It was, it was, Brooke, Hulk, and Paul Wall. It was pretty weird, pretty weird thing to watch. It's a good group. Yeah, so uh, go check that on YouTube if you haven't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> looking for something a little bit different. <laughs> sure there's better uh, clips yeah. from the Howard Stern show to watch. This was true. Brooke Hogan and her father. We, we didn't bring this up. J.J. walked out of this. Well, he, he was granted his release. He, he asked for it. No, I know. So released. No, I know. I'm just saying it's, I'm it's not there. They cut him. No I'm not yeah. trying to argue. I'm clarifying. <laughs> Ninny. <laughs> According to NFL Live, I think J.J. Watt's big thing is going to be going after the ring, obviously. Now, I think Pittsburgh are the front runners if Ben does retire. And there's a lot of talk about Ben possibly retiring because of pouncing. Pouncing with that. If Ben retires, listen, the two front runner teams in on or Watt are Pittsburgh and Chicago. If Stewart gives him the ability to live with his two brothers, if Chicago gives him the ability to live with his wife in the city, who's a member of the Chicago, you know, on the left team. And so that gives, you know, gives him a chance to close the family in the way. But if he goes for a ring, the Bears are players that can't figure out the quarterback situation. And if Ben retires, the Steelers are in the same boat because they're not going to have capital to give up to get close to lot well, I'm not saying he's going to go like a type of big, but like, let's say Ben Bender's tired. He would agree that the Steelers are not a championship contender going into the game. Correct. Right. It's going to be there's a lot of defensive talent, some promising offensive pieces, but nothing to put the capital on the game. Sorry, I hope Mitch, you know, this would be if Ben retires. I hope Mitch goes to the Steelers. I hope that he throws for 17,000. Two. I think <laughs> in his one in one year there. Nobody throws for seventy five thousand yards. <laughs> seventy five thousand yards, no touchdowns, no picks. <laughs> no touchdowns, no picks. Yeah, man, Benny Snell's gonna have a year, Kendall. He just moves the ball around real well and gets him <laughs> in the scoring position. Um, so, realistically, like, where would you see JJ Watt landing if, let's say, Pittsburgh and Chicago aren't options? I don't think he goes to. A, a super team like a Kansas City or like a Green Bay or like a, a Tampa Bay. I don't think he goes to a team like that. Then he goes to a team where he, he's going to be because I think he also wants to kind of be that like mentorship type of guy. I could see like, Buffalo. Buffalo wouldn't could, be a bad choice. I could see Buffalo. I could see Miami. 
I can see Indianapolis. Indy wouldn't be a bad choice yeah. either. I think Indy's out of it only because I think Indy's defense is good enough. No, I agree, but I like, think... Like, I don't think they're going to pursue him. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Buffalo could use the help, Miami could use the help. I think another team like that's really on that like dark horse type of path for it is a team like... Um, be pretty bummed if not the to, as you're thinking, I, I say Buffalo because I think that he'll like the the fan base. I think that he'll like having, you know, just that extremely passionate fan base. I could also, I, I personally, and this isn't like a shot, but I think Cleveland is one of the best spots for him to leave. I I think so too. It's a it's a mean one too, but he doesn't have to take on the whole defensive line responsibilities because Miles Garrett is a stud. There's a lot of excitement between Chubb, Landry, Odell if he's there, and Mayfield. There's a lot of excitement on the defensive side of the ball. And then also, he, he's, he's right in between his brothers and his wife. So it gives him the ability to be near his family, play for a team that's on the upswing, that's exciting, and gives him the mentorship thing because like, well, Miles Garrett is still young enough to learn a lot from the game Yes. And Massey has a huge hog. <laughs> I mean, what do you guys think about the Chargers? But uh, I, I, can, I, I can't see him in that uniform. It's tough because, like, the Chargers are in that weird spot where, like, they can't compete. But they're never going to be better than the Chiefs. That and they just don't they don't produce on the field. I, I, I don't think you're going to see him go to a team that like he's the one that you know makes them a contender. I think he's uh, want to like supplement a team. You know, like like we said, Buffalo or I don't think he's looking to kind of do what he was doing for Houston. And not to say he's not good, I just don't think he's the guy that can carry a defense he's anymore. He's you know, he, he's... Oh, that would be terrible. That'd be so stupid. Where? The like Jets. Dallas. No. If, if Dallas was in a better position to win now, I would see them as an option, just because it's still Texas, but I, well, I don't think they're, they're primed for it. But you have to think, though, JJ Watt, any team JJ Watt goes to in the NFC East, they're they're, they're better chances of winning the NFC East. Like, whatever team JJ Watt goes to in the NFC East, he's got a pretty good shot at making the playoffs regardless. Yep. Dude, put him with Jason and Washington. But but that's what I'm saying. Like I don't I don't think he's only looking to make the playoffs. He's done that, and I think he's looking for that that ring. And, and right. no, no team in the East is is primed for that right now. But I also, but I don't think JJ Watt's in a position where he has one year to win. Who knows? I, huh? I mean, really? Who knows? I mean, the the guy is as good as he's been, and and this and that. I mean, he he has injury concerns, and not you know minor ones. Well, but the, but they're behind him now because he's played healthy long enough that like, and if he goes to a team like if he were to go to a team like a Washington, for example. That's the, he doesn't have to be the only like Chase Young and the other defensive linemen and the, the linebackers 
will take a lot of pressure off of him. No, like I agree. Like, like, J.J. Watt's big problem in Houston was that on the front four, he was giving he, – he had to give 400% on every pass rush because the other three guys were giving no percent. I, I, I just – I mean, I don't see him going to a team that's not ready to compete for a Super Bowl now. The only way – I think the only way he goes to a non-playoff team – is if it's Chicago and Pittsburgh and Ben returns. Just do, do I mean, because JJ Watt, like, like, we make the joke all the time, like, oh, the guy ate a burrito in San Fran one time and had the best diarrhea of his life, so he's a 49er for life. Um, but, like, like, JJ Watt is a family guy. Like, yeah. that, that, that's very important to him. So I, I could see him, you know, like, like I, I could see him deciding that, like, being able to, to go home every day after practice to his wife like combined with whatever Chicago decides to do at quarterback like might be like a this could be good enough they, they, they might be able to pull it together but I think JJ is one of those guys I think he's one of those like ladder free agent signings I think he's even close to the end of the free agent yeah, it, it will be interesting to see I mean I, I... Personally, I, I think it's Buffalo. At least that's where I want to see him go, I guess. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it's going to be interesting. My favorite report out of all this was um, from the, the initial day where he made his uh, announcement on Twitter. Is Everyone's like, oh, Green Bay, he's wearing his Wisconsin sweatshirt. It's a foregone conclusion. He's going. No. Shut up. I it it is an option. I mean, no, of course it it's an possible. option, but it's just it's like you know, oh, I happen to wear the, the, the sweatshirt of you know where I you know grew up and and, and went to. I, it's stupid. Yeah, yeah. Massey, where did he go before Wisconsin? <sighs> oh, it's Georgia Tech of Wisconsin. No. Because he didn't even play defense at this school. He played tight end. I don't know. I have to think about that one, Kyle. I don't think I'm going to get it right, but I want to think about it. Just Google it. It's probably North Dakota, right? No, kiddo. Not everybody goes to North Dakota. Yeah, but most I want to say Iowa for some reason, but I know that's not right. It's not right. Who is it, Kyle? Central Michigan. Mm -hmm. You know, Kyle's always been a big Central Michigan fan. Yeah. Yeah, Antonio Brown went there. Suck it, Mark. I don't even know what you said. Antonio Brown went there. Who cares? Uh, you do. Mark, where yeah, did Daniel he, Jones go? He was a Duke guy, wasn't he? He was. All right, we got to move on, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Right over here? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. They got a lot of fans. None of them play for the team now, though. You know, that used to be one of my favorite things that Kyle would do. Is he would come to your house and give you, like, an extra fathead that he already had. But it's <laughs> always for just some super random fucking player. So I, Maglio. That's a guy, I was just about to say, that's how I got Maglio Ordonez. <laughs> 
Yeah, I remember Kyle showed up to my house and was like, hey, I have this Grady Sizemore fathead. Do you want it? Oh, I also have Grady Sizemore from Kyle. <laughs> I fucking love that guy. I liked Grady Sizemore as well, but much less once he went to the Red Sox. <laughs> he didn't do anything for them, but I didn't care for that. Hey, there used to be... for the Phillies, too. Yeah. Was he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. When? Um, it was like Ryan Howard's like last year. So you just had two bad players? Okay, first of all, Greatest Sizemore is not bad. Neither was Ryan Howard. He was at the end, and so was Ryan Howard. First of all, Greatest Sizemore would have been fucking insane if he didn't get hurt. That's I agree with that. That guy was so fucking hurt, it wasn't even funny. Pretty much all the time. Yeah. Oh, Goody Sideburn, potential MVP candidate. Done for years. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? It's funny, though. You don't see those uh, fathead commercials anymore. That was, like, such a, a big thing. Like, you know, I, you're gonna, I'm going to poo holes on your wall. Yeah. I haven't seen a fathead commercial in probably, like, ten years. You can still buy them. They still make them, but. I fucking you ever, love a, it. you ever try and have a custom one made? <laughs> That's I about half I, a billion uh, dollars. Is it? It's so expensive. Who I did you try and have a custom one made of? Kyle. Like, I didn't say it was like me. <laughs> Wait, what? You, you know can that? have a fathead made of anything. They're just wicked expensive. I'd have one done of the picture I took of Kyle in the trip to Pittsburgh. I sent in the group chat recently in the, the, New, Jersey in the, the New Jersey rest stop. That'd be the perfect fat head to have. It was kind of poking out. <laughs> Dude, Just poking out. Those bathrooms, man, were fucking insane. I like how they could just tear down an entire rest stop and make it better by putting up a couple of trailers and a deck. Yeah. <laughs> Work. Yeah, hey, you traveling from out of state? No problem. Come poop in a dumpster. That's <laughs> what the locals do. <laughs> they don't seem to mind too much. <laughs> Safe travels now. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to go back to a game. You know, that was going to be my next question. I mean, do we think we're going to be able to go to a game this year? I hope so. I think we go to a baseball game. Yeah. I, I want to go to something. I'm, I'm really itching for it. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. What, the Daytona was, what, this this past weekend? Yesterday. It was yeah. yesterday. Um, and they had, what, 100,000? Is that, did I, did I hear that number right? I think, I think that's how many they had, yeah. I mean, I don't yeah, know. But that's, that's in Florida where there's been no rules. Well, yeah, where right. they don't care about COVID. That, that goes without saying, but, uh, <laughs> Um, and also, I don't know how big that stadium, you want, or whatever you call that type of building, is. Raceway. Uh, raceway. But do you, is that what the track is called? Is it a raceway? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not being a dick. I'm just curious. <laughs> no, Kendall sounded pretty upset. <laughs> oh, that's what it's I'm fucking a, called. I'm a big NASCAR fan, so I don't take kindly to these actions. There's so much shit that I don't understand about that sport. 
pretty much all of it. Like I was watching the race with my friend last night while we were just hanging out on Discord, and he's trying to explain all this shit to me, and it's just like, why does it matter? What what makes uh, one racer better than the other? Is car being better? Why the fuck don't they all have the same car? Right, like that—that yeah. that is an unsatisfactory answer, sir. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you got to know, like, when you're Gosh. giving the car too much power and shit. And it's just like, don't don't they have indicators in there called speedometers that tell you that? <laughs> like, I, I'm confident that none of us could really be a NASCAR driver. Like, we couldn't just step into it tomorrow no. and be able to compete. But at the same time, you're right. It's like how. How much can you, like, really break it down? Like, like for, for these analysts to be on TV, like, talking about it, it's just like... Well, so here's the thing that I learned, and I will not give NASCAR any shit about this anymore. They have to be very athletic because I went to one of those, like, really souped-up go-karts one time, like, where the carts go 40 miles an hour, 45. Mm-hmm. Driving those for two hours, I left the strain it puts on your body. I ended up throwing up. All the G forces. Yeah, it's car. car? Yeah, uh, it, it's fucking nuts. Just Did you crash. Yes, I crashed a lot, Kyle. But that uh, that that story is actually pretty really funny. <laughs> you just just imagine a grown man getting off a go kart and just vomiting. <laughs> no, I I got home first. But guys, guys, <laughs> guys, I'm out. I'm having trouble. I need electrolytes. I need to replenish my fluids. <laughs> no, I made it through the drive home first, but when I got home, I was still just... just There's a lot. Now, I got to imagine, though, that the NASCAR car is built for a little more comfort than a Well, car. yes, but it still doesn't change with the, with the speeds and turns and shit due to your body. I don't know. What are you guys talking about? NASCAR. <laughs> it's not, I'm, not, I'm like doing something else for like 10 minutes. You guys start fucking talking about NASCAR? Well, well Kendall brought up the Daytona 500 because well, we were talking about stadium availability for next year. And then it turned into Massey puking after driving a go-kart. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think means we have to go drive go-karts, right? Right. Yes. Or at least go golfing to drive a golf cart. <laughs> I'd go golfing. I can't wait for that. I did a lot of golf last year. Played a lot of golf. Didn't we, get any better. <laughs> but I played a lot of golf. But yeah, I mean, I, I we'll be hoping that we'll be able to perhaps go to a game... It's your base, baseball, basketball, whatever. You know, I, I, at this point, I'm kind of I'm game for anything. You know, yeah. I, I even yeah. enjoy our. You know, the, the Pittsburgh trip is so much fun because you know it, it, it's a full weekend. But I still loved when we went to. You know, just drove down, left at nine o'clock, go down to go see the Phillies play, eat a couple of steak and cheeses. Hey, talk talk to Jordana. April first, fellas. What's April first? April Fool's oh. Day. I'm, I'm going to do whatever I can to go to that game. They're Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Settle down. 
What are we settling down for? Well, I got to look at a calendar here. It's you a said Friday. April what? It's a Friday, April 1st. Well, Friday, April 1st is actually a Thursday. That's <laughs> even better with me. I love those what? Fridays. I feel like Thursdays. <laughs> Because I'm taking the first two weeks of April off work, but I think it's like the 5th through the 16th. All right. Well, I guess I guess I could bite the bullet, but I'm not happy about it. True, I could do that. I could go to both. Just so what game are we talking about, Kyle, going to? I don't know. The Phillies are playing somebody. They actually have a pretty hard schedule. To, so I think the Phillies play the Cardinals the first couple of weeks of the season. I don't know if it's in St. Louis or Philadelphia, but I'm not trying to go to St. Louis. You know, I would really love to. It's just a little bit of a longer car ride. It's just outside of Hartford. (laughs) (laughs) But I I, I don't care about going to St. Louis. (laughs) Hey, watch your fucking mouth. (laughs) It's like the one place I wish I can go to. Bush Stadium is a fucking blast. Like, that's not what I'm talking about, though. Huh. Wow, it's like, kind of okay. like a big screw no. you, Mass. No, yeah. no. Like, it'd be cool to go to, like, to a game. Yes, but, like, the one thing I really always wanted to see was that fucking arch. Yeah. I mean, that Kyle, just, why, just go to any McDonald's. It's the same thing. They get to see I didn't two hear what Kyle said. Like, the arch in uh, St. Louis. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of fun. They put you in a really cramped little elevator, and they send you up to the top. Let me tell you yeah. that. It's always been something I've always wanted to, to go see. So, Kyle, you think that uh, you're going to be able to go into this small elevator, go, you know, hundreds of feet in the air to the top of this thing? I'm strapped in, bro. In an elevator? Uh, <laughs> well, to be fair, uh, the elevator is, like, it's not glass or anything, so you don't see the right up. Yeah, so suck it. So by that logic, Kyle, you'd go to the top of the Empire State Building. As long as you don't fucking try and push me over. Kyle, I think you'd be frozen with fear when you walked out onto the balcony. Yeah. I'd go to the balcony. I'm not dumb. So what's the point in going? Fun. Postcards and other... <laughs> you gotta get out there and be just eye-level with helicopters, Kyle. I don't like that. Well, anyway, now that we've uh, groveled for, uh... <laughs> no, but we, we we kind of went off the, the off track there. But I think you know there's a possibility because I mean they we no one thought that last year people would be able to attend games of any type, but yet you know baseball did it towards the end. Football basically did it three quarters of the the season, um, and it, it seems like that they're prepared to be able to have fans and stadiums, you know, coming this year, you know, unless something else bad happens or, or anything like that. <laughs> so I think it's, it's likely that we will have an opportunity to go to a game. I don't know if prices will spike because of limited seating, but I think if we really wanted to go, there's a chance that we can this year. Well, here's the thing with the vaccine, you know, coming. And like they've already said that cases have dropped. 
I think it's a very real possibility that, you know, they can get the amount of fans that they want in without having to worry all that much. You know? I I don't think we're going to see full capacity for a while. No, I don't think so either. I think you'll see it this year. I I don't think so. Depends where you are. Like, towards the end of the year. I don't think we're going to see full capacity. Just, just because people are still going to be skeptical. I mean, you're not going to put, you know, 70,000 people in, in a place. It's just, I think they're still a little ways away from that. But I, I do think we'll have, you know, 40, you know, the half, half. Well, that's fine, too. Well, in some ways, too, from a spectator's perspective, it it is almost better because someone's not just breathing down your neck an entire <laughs> game. Hey, what do you got there? And listen, I, I love every game we've been to. I, I've always had a great time. But if there's one thing that I could say, oh, I hated was, you know, your knees are always in the back of somebody and someone's always spilling something on your shoulders. It just like it brings out the worst in people for sure. So yeah, we were pretty tight quarters in Pittsburgh. You know, with with spread out, like you kind of have your own little island, to, like to yourself. Yeah. You know, kind of spurring off this conversation, I don't think have we ever seen anything. We, we saw the guy beat got like post beat up one year at the Bengals well, we thought game. We did. We don't well, know. we don't know for sure. No, that guy got his ass beat. I mean, it's pretty likely that he did, but I don't think we ever have had like a really negative thing happen to us or seen it happen at a game. I remember I wanted to leave Rebecca there because she didn't want to stay at the casino. <laughs> Alright guys, the, the, the draft is happening. Oh boy. I got drafted first overall to the Phoenix Suns. I'm six, uh, 610 power forward out of Florida Gulf Coast. Uh, up next, let's see. Uh, Kyle oh, Soule drafted to the New York Knicks. Second nice. Overall, a 6'2 guard out of Villanova. <laughs> Nova. I want to play for You'll be out in two years. Kendall Reed drafted number three overall to the Chicago Bulls. Nice. 7'7 center out of Cal State San Bernardino. I'm glad you picked me to go there. Uh, you picked it. You said oh. stop. Nice. I have good taste. With the fourth overall pick, the Atlanta Hawks select Chris Massey, 6'10", Damn, I went last. You might not even go to the Cavs, man. Out of Southeast Missouri State. Where did I go, Paul? Southeast Missouri State. No, 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 uh, team. Oh, uh, Hawks. What did he major in? Drafted number fifth overall, Mike Mock, guard out of Latvia, 6'5". <laughs> nice. Oh, most cultured out of all of us. Let's see, who goes, let's see which real guy goes first. Lamelo Ball went to the Wizards. Russell Westbrook, Lamelo Ball, John Wall, and oh no, because that was part of the trade, right? So it's, it'll be that happened in the offseason, right? Yeah. yeah. So Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, Lamelo Ball. Look at those. All right. Oh, man, the, the Pels just traded for him. Traded for me? No, they didn't. That would I'm be pretty cool. That'd be, that'd be funny. 
And now there's so, a, oh, go ahead, Paul. So real quick, so we're gonna we're gonna sim our careers in 2K, um, and see how we all go. I gave us all the same uh, potential. Um, we all got three badges based off of the stats you guys gave me. I had everybody give me what position they wanted to play, um, the three things they wanted to be best at, and whatever order you sent them into me in was like how I made you good at them. So like I made you like like if you gave me three point shooting, passing, and rebounding, your three point shooting was elite, your passing was really good, and rebounding was good, and everything else is kind of average or or built to fit your game. I should say. Um. So I'll go through what everyone gave real quick. So my mine was uh, I wanted to be a power forward that was good at post scoring, uh, interior defense, and shot blocking. Kendall wanted to be a center who was good at shot blocking. Oh, and my weakness was uh, three-point shooting. Uh, Kendall wanted to be a center that was good at perimeter defense, shot blocking, and rebounding with bad ball handling. Mock wanted to be a shooting guard that was good at passing, perimeter defense, and mid-range jumping. Mid-range jumpers with a handled weakness. Uh, Kyle wanted to be a point guard who was good at shooting, passing, and rebounding. And bad at defense. <laughs> and Massey wanted to be a center who was good at rebounds, three-point shooting, and steals. <laughs> oh, the, the the triple threat. And bad at free throws. And uh, you can you can kind of mold your guy how you want him to be based off of loyalty, financial security, and winning. So Massey chose to be more loyal than anything else. Uh, Mike Mock also chose loyalty over everything else, but very closely with playing for the winner. Kendall chose loyalty. Uh, Kyle chose uh, financial success. <laughs> Greedy bastard. And uh, Paul chose play for winner. So, I'm going to win the most championships. Maybe. Because every time we do this, that's what happens. Yeah, pretty much. I'd like to make it that I would like to be loyal, but only to a winner. <laughs> well, who drafted you? The Cavs? Good luck. Kendall's going to be a bull for life. Hey, I can be down with that. Mm, I'm out of Phoenix immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Me, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul, though. Yeah. One, two, three. I'm in the mix. They suck. Yeah, but you can picture you could be in Times Square. I don't care about that. I you, care about my money. You drinking a Mountain Dew? It's just for the next year. All right, Kendall. What position would JJ Watt play for the Spurs? Well, he could play uh, anywhere. <laughs> offensive guard. <laughs> no, Any... think about it. You have two ends and a defensive tackle. You're on a three-four, right? Well, the nice part is. I mean, if he's willing and, you know, considering he's getting older, he can, you know, he can manage his snaps. He doesn't play all the time. He could be like a uh, second, third down guy and, you know, rest him up. I don't know. You think he well, outside linebacker? Um, maybe. I mean, the, there there was the rumor floated too that Cam Hayward may not be there. 
Yeah, I mean, there's like there's actually for. Pittsburgh's purposes, there's a kind of actually a lot of question marks with certain things. I I don't think there's not going to be like drama uh, regarding any of it. Is I I just don't think it's it's not going to be be that way. It's not the type of or like organization for 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 like that. Um, but I think there's just there's going to be financial decisions made that like you know hey. We can't afford you. We're sorry. So long. Good luck. I, I think that, too. I mean, the, the cap is going down next year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of – there's going to be a lot of players that we normally wouldn't see, you know, get cut that are unfortunately going to just because of how right. it's going to play out. And the um, – oh, go ahead, Mark. No, I mean, that that's just the thing. You know, teams – they always plan that, hey, the cap goes up every year. Every year it goes up. Well, next year it's going down, I think, $11 million. Yeah, it is. You know, so that's that's that changes plans. Yeah, and I just wanted, was going to say that, like, the, the the Steelers had some pretty bad luck with the way things went with Le'Veon Bell and the way things with Antonio Brown, but th- that that is the, the exception, not not the rule, I think. For, for the most part, things are handled with, with mostly class. and. Well, and, I tell you what. I think the Le'Veon Bell thing played out absolute best-case scenario it could have for the Pittsburgh. I mean, you guys would have given him all that money for him to fall off. But I don't know if he would have fell off if he was not Right, I mean... I mean it probably wouldn't have been hey. as drastic. Sorry, Kendall, but real, real quick. Sorry to interrupt, but this is this is like you know this is fucking amazing. Um, the Toronto Maple Leafs, who some have projected as the number one team in the league right now, blew a five-one lead to the Ottawa Senators, who are hands down the worst team in the league. Right now. Yikes! That's pretty funny. They blew a five-one lead and lost in overtime, six to five. Well, yeah. Let me put it to you this way. Most power rankings for this week that came out for the NHL, the description for the Ottawa Senators was error 404 not found. <laughs> put some fire in their bellies. It's, it, that's incredible. I wish I, I wish I wasn't doing this podcast and watched that game instead. Aww. <laughs> nothing to do with you, and it has everything to do with you. Fair enough. Teams have those games. I mean, we've seen it all happen before. I like that. That's fucking bonkers. I don't know. What don't you know, Kyle? Everything. All right. This whole <laughs> off. Pretty much just sum it up. <laughs> this whole off season. This is, this is what's gonna happen. The cap's gonna go down. Players are gonna get cut. Next year, the cap probably will kind of be around the same. And then the year after that, we'll finally. Um, then the cap's going to shoot way up the first year of attendance, full attendance. And then you're going to have some scrub team that has a shit ton of money get real good real fast. The Cincinnati Bengals. I think it may be a few years before we see it really go back up. I, I two years tops. 
they're still making a lot of money off the of TV contracts and all that stuff. The NFL's in talks about adding another time slot for primetime games while COVID's out. Huh? Add another time slot where? Saturday game. That that is something I think that we may see really get explored is these these off day games because we saw it work this year. Yeah, but it fucks the team over the world. I mean, I I think they'd be able to get around it with it planned. I mean, yes, I think it was shitty that you know you find out a day before you're playing on a different day. Fucking but- day. I think two years top. I think two, I think it's two years tops if it's kept. So I have to go back up. Oh, I think it'll start going back up, but I don't know how how drastic. I mean, teams lost a lot of money this year. Owners lost a lot of money. Yeah, that's fine. But you figure you're going to go through it all again this year. Football's going to come back. I'd be willing to bet you that. I'd be willing to bet you that. Most of the teams operate at at least fifty percent capacity during that season. I can see that happening. And fifty percent capacity is is good enough to it's with, with what tickets are tickets are going to be more expensive because there's less of them, and that right there is going to be enough to bump that eleven million cap right back up. Even that, I think, is because uh, I I think yes, tickets will be more, but I don't see how. You know, people are gonna pay it. It's the NFL; people will pay. It. I I understand that, but I mean, we pay a hundred and twenty dollars each to drive nine hours in a stank ass rental minivan to sleep in a hotel full of cockroaches to sit in the nosebleeds of a football team. I, I understand, but what I'm saying is, is you know, we're we're still in the middle of a pandemic where people yeah, are but tight. We're, we're in it now, though. The NFL season doesn't start till September. By September, there's the, the vaccination numbers are going to hundred times increase by the amount of people that have at least one round of them. And then, no, I I understand. What what I'm saying is, is that people are still going to be recovering from. Right, but by the as the vaccination numbers increase, restaurants start to open up, retail establishments reopen up, restaurants are open later, capacity in restaurants goes up, which means all these people that aren't making money start making money. And once a certain percentage of the population feels comfortable in going back out, and I don't think we're that far off from it, once a certain number of the population goes up, they're going to spend money. Because people are itching to do it. Yep. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have to see how it plays out. I don't. I don't think they'll be able to skyrocket ticket prices. Not skyrocket them, but a hundred dollar ticket will become a hundred and twenty dollar ticket. I mean, you sell you sell ten of those right there. You ju- you just you know it's two hundred more dollars. Yeah. You take 200 and times it by a half half capacity stadium of 75,000. I mean, that's a lot of money for one game. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see 
you know, Top things open back up. And here, Twenty-five point six points per game, eleven rebounds, nine point two assists. Oh, MVP? No, rookie of the year. Oh, rookie of the year. Lamelo Ball won sixth man. Kawhi, defensive player of the year. Luka Doncic MVP. Luka Doncic most improved, and Lloyd Pierce, coach of the year. That's your coach. Yeah. Hey, congrats, Kyle. Kyle made first All NBA team as a rookie. As a rookie, nobody else made any All first teams. All defensive teams, nobody made anything. Kyle, Mike, Mock, Kendall, and Paul all made NBA rookie first team. Nice. And so did John Moran. <laughs> and John Moran. How? Um, Massey couldn't make it because he's you're competing at the center position with Kendall. Sorry, Massey. You also didn't make the second team. If it makes you feel like, oh, yeah, you did. There you go. You made the second team. Massey's gone. The mass okay. has left the building. So, in the first year, we have Massey as a member of the Atlanta Hawks made the first seed. Was the number one seed in the East. Kyle and the Knicks is the fifth seed. Uh, the Cavaliers did not make the playoffs. Neither did the Bulls. Damn. And the Phoenix Suns were the fifth seed. Yeah, Phoenix was the fifth seed with 62 wins. Maybe that wasn't it. Yeah, I don't I think you were wrong. Who's he coaching? I don't know. So uh, I'm just gonna. I'm oh, not he's gonna, coaching the Hawks. I'm not gonna do this every year. I'm just gonna simulate through the first round of the playoffs. So Atlanta and the Knicks and Phoenix all advance. Atlanta and the Knicks are head to head. Atlanta's got a two-one lead. Phoenix is in the Western Conference Finals. Atlanta in the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh man, we're gonna have a Phoenix Atlanta right out of the gate. And Massey wins an NBA championship his rookie year. Damn, that really grinds my gears. Anthony Davis, though, as a member of the Atlanta Hawks, was the uh, finals MVP. Did you finish draft, too? No. Who's your Hawks? That's just poetic justice. You know, Massey scrubs it up his rookie year and still wins the championship. <laughs> This is actually one of my favorite things to do, you know, when you know, we, we would, you know, hang out and just simulate seasons. It, it sounds mundane if, like, you're not, like, if you're doing it by yourself, it's pretty depressing. But with a group of people, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> well, it's just that 2K is by far the only game that's made it, like, a doable format in an hour or two hours. Right. Like, like Madden takes forever to simulate a season. NHL takes forever. And the show takes forever. Yeah, NBA definitely does the the best, and you definitely get like the the most out of it because once the season's done, you see the awards right away, and depending on how you make your player, usually one of your guys is going to be in that in that talk that have won, and then you get to see the the championship, the playoffs play out, and then then you're right back to it. You do next season until your guy retires. Which too, depending on what you set your like your peaking and whatever your credentials, barring injury, I mean, you could end up playing like twenty seasons. 
Knock. Yes, sir. What are you doing? I'm um, playing my Super Bowl game. Still? Well, before like the internet went out and the game didn't finish. Hmm. Check the- Sounds like you quit. No, because I was actually winning. It was a real bummer. That was why before uh, Paul was telling some type of story, and I went, "Oh shit!" Hit <laughs> that. Oh, Massey's connection was interrupted. You know, for a guy that's all about you know computers. Well, that's why you don't have your oh. air fryer hooked up to your internet. <laughs> Just press circle right there. Well, should we take another break? See if Massey comes back. Uh, yeah. You guys want to take a break and we'll uh, regroup. All right. Okay. All right. It's the politically incorrect show. Show. Show left. Right. Bring it. Nobody's off limits on PPRNRadio.net. Home of getting sports with drunk on Monday nights. PPRN Radio. Home of the Peter Pino Show. Peter Pino Show. PPRN Radio. Wake it up. It's Reply Saturday. Your favorite talk shows all morning long. I just gotta turn it up. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome to getting sports with Drunk. We're here. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I think uh, I think Kendall wins the award for worst music choice. Well, I was really hoping to hear the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, and uh, it just didn't pan out that way. <laughs> This was the first time I just took off my earbuds and was like, yeah, I'll just wait for the text. I mean, you know, Rocky Mountain High isn't the worst song. Nah. Can I mean, your fantasy basketball team is shit. Oh, my team's bad? Yeah. Well, I'm talking on the, the sim or my actual fantasy basketball team? Your actual fantasy basketball team. Oh, yes, I agree, 100%. I'm actually playing the Mass this week, and I uh, Mass holds the best chance to finally get a win versus me. Yeah, Mass didn't check for once. You should, because you're just going to keep losing. Then you have to get disgusting. I have to do a first shot anyways. What does it matter? I, I think that if you voluntarily don't work at it, punishment has to be worse. Yeah, we're gonna take fucking boxing gloves. I was really hoping you guys. Well, I mean, the, the weather played a factor, but is I I finally you know remembered slash the all the other weather events. I your shot was ready to go, and then I heard you guys weren't coming, and then so now the shot's just sitting in my fridge. Great, it can ferment for a week. I was very pleased with it too. Mess. Yep. You weren't here, but you made uh, you won an NBA championship in your first year. Yeah, you had Anthony Davis. Didn't kill him. Found of the first NBA All Team. Paul made NBA All Third Team. 
Uh, made defensive first. Paul made Paul and Kendall made all defensive second. All right. Uh, Atlanta is the one seed again. Massey, congratulations. Uh, Mock, you made the three seed as Cleveland. Kendall, the six seed as Chicago. And Kyle made the two seed as the Knicks. And Paul and the Phoenix Suns made the number one seed. All right. So, uh, Kendall. Yes. Man, I got bounced by the Rockets. <laughs> Gotta love that crunch. So, Kendall, you had a segment that you kind of wanted to talk about. Yeah, I figured I'm. We could either do this every week or, you know, maybe we could do it sporadically throughout the year. Um, I just figured we would do like a kind of like a quick report from the previous week uh, for NBA and NHL. Um, so we'd go around uh, and we each would pick a team that was uh, currently hot, a team that's, you know, currently sucking and just kind of go over what they did from the previous week and kind of our thoughts, just a quick little quick hits type thing. And then, you know, someone could have a view that, oh, this team is sucking right now, or and then Kyle could be like, no, 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 this, this team has had a tough go because of why. Wow, did you hear that? <laughs> Man. Who farted? That was me. That was incredible. Uh, yeah, totally derailed my train of thought. But, um, yeah, so I, I figured uh, we would do that. Uh, uh, I, I could start if you guys want. Uh, I could be the... Yeah, the kickoff guy. Uh, so my team that is hottest coming off of this week uh, is the Phoenix Suns. Uh, they played four games uh, this week, uh, winning all of them. The hottest and coldest? No, 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 no. Just, just the hottest team. Uh, I just picked a team that had like a week, whether bad or good. No, that's fine. I'm just saying you you could have gone any any direction. I'm just I'm just saying that you could you could do anything with it. Just just so you pick pick a team from the previous week, whatever way you want to roll with it, you can you can go with it. That's that's all I was saying. Um. Okay. Wait, what? No. Uh. So in, in my opinion, I think that the team that had the best week in uh was the Phoenix Suns. Uh. They played four games, uh, beating the Cavaliers uh, 119 to 113, beating the Bucks 125 to 124. They beat the 76ers 120 to 111, and uh, they beat the Magic 109 to 90. Now I put them uh, just, not not just because they won four games, but uh, because of the opponents they faced, being uh, 76ers. They beat who are the leaders uh, in the East. They beat them by nine points. And they gave uh, the Bucks a run for their money, uh, edging them out by one point uh, with the whole Giannis factor and this and that. Um, during this run, uh, just some quick quick points from the last five games. Uh, Devin Booker averaging uh, close to 30 points uh, a game during the stretch. Chris Paul, almost 20. Um, DeAndre Ayton pulling in almost 11 rebounds per game over the last five. And uh, DeAndre Ayton almost averaging a block a game as well. A steal, a steal and a half from Chris Paul. And uh, Chris Paul averaging close to seven and a half assists along with Devin Booker, six and a half. Uh, I just think they're the, the hottest team coming off this week. Because of the opponents they faced, everyone 
uh, playing pretty well. You know, though they they played, you know, Cleveland, which is pretty whatever, and Orlando, pretty whatever. But just in in a short stretch, playing good teams as of late, being the 76ers and a team that's been good for the past three seasons in Milwaukee, uh, gives my nod of the hat to Phoenix. Kendall, good job, good job, good job. They're, they're pretty good. Any, any, any dispute? Any comments? No, they're good. They're a good team. It's surprising that it took them this long to figure it out. You know, you have number former number one overall pick, DeAndre, and Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Michael Bridges. They're a good squad. They got a little depth. Are they a team that's going to make a deep run? I don't know, but they're going to be hot and cold all year. It's a team, too, I think, league-wise, unless you were a, a, a rival fan or someone that, you know, is in the same area that roots for a different team. It's a, it's a team to root for, I feel, league-wide. I, I don't know. I could, I could be misreading the situation, maybe just because where we live, but I'd, I've never encountered someone who said, oh, God, I hate the Phoenix Suns. Rah! That's a good reach, Souls. I like that. Uh, uh, I'll go next. So, the Detroit Pistons. Yes, they suck, but they had a good week. They beat teams. They went 3-1 over the last week. They beat Brooklyn. They beat Boston. And they beat New Orleans. They lost to Indiana, which is okay. They're not supposed to beat them. The Pistons are supposed to be ass. <laughs> What's cool about it, though, is that Sadiq Bey won Eastern Conference Player of the Week for them. Just um, picked him up in fantasy. Dude, these numbers are ridiculous. He had 17.8 points, 5.5 rebounds. He shot 70% from three this week. No. So, a big part of it. I don't know if it's like a big reason why, but the, the Pistons are now able to play their younger players because them and Blake Griffin came to an agreement that they're going to sit Blake Griffin until they can find another trade offer for him. They don't want him to get hurt, and he doesn't want to play that. So I think the youth movement going through Detroit's good. They have uh, Jeremy Grant. They have Mason Plumley. They have Mason Plumley had a triple double against the Pelicans. Mock, I know you don't care, but you should be embarrassed. Hey, the Pelicans are on a uh, bit of a skid. They've been on a skid since the beginning of the year. They were all right. Hey, but we'll get to that. But, I don't know, the Pistons are going through their youth movement. They have another youth player that's not playing right now, Kelly Hayes, but they brought in Darrell, uh, Delonry. Who's been playing absolutely amazing for them? That was just like a steal night, but you know, playing amazing. Uh, the shooter of the basketball, Jimmy Grant is taking a lot of shots. I saw the contract so he can be the scorer, and the, and other players are just you know playing with, them. and I think they're getting better throughout the year. They're not just a team that's going to lay over and you know lose by thirty-five points. They're going to compete every night, and they're going to win. These kind of games, you know. I know Kevin Durant didn't play. James Harden and Kyrie Irving both played. So I think that's a good win. 
you know, Boston's a good win. And Falcons are supposed to be really good, but. Well, I don't know if they're supposed to be really good. They're supposed to be better than what they are. That's fair. But, like, you know, the, the three good solid wins for the Pistons. All right, there we go. You mentioned the Pelicans. You want to kick it over to Mark? Yeah, uh, let me let me reload my page here because it went away. One moment. It's p o r n h u b dot com. <laughs> Sorry, I got a backspace. <laughs> no, but I mean this this past week. I mean Kyle kind of touched on it. I mean the the Pelicans are just skidding. I mean they had a a four game winning streak coming in, and then everything went south. Defensively, they're terrible. I mean, they they, they just gave up. Um, you know, the, their their three point defense is, is very bad. Um, since they've given up sixty seven three pointers in the last week, and that span, it's the most ever given up over a three game period in NBA history. Yikes. So good on them. Really, you know, hey, not all records are good records, but. Yeah, you can chalk that up to a good fundamental basketball right there. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, right now they're they're 29th in the league in defensive rating. Um, It's not good. Um, You know, coming up, they have Memphis, Portland, Phoenix, and Boston. So, tough games coming. They they gotta they gotta figure it out. I mean, I I don't know. In my opinion, with the Pelicans, is that the roster they put together for this year doesn't mesh at all. Let's own Lonzo are kind of the same player. They both don't shoot great. Steven Adams can't shoot. Zion. Okay, but he's not a elite knockdown shooter. The only then they have Brandon Ingram who can shoot a little bit. How much of it does that fall on Van Gundy? None. He didn't make a team. What they pretty much did was they took big names. They took big names and thought they could work on paper. I don't know. It just that seems just weird. They're talking about trading Lonzo now. And yeah. I don't think Lonzo is the one that should be traded, but whatever. All right. Mass, did you want to jump in? Oh, he's chewing. It's all right. Not a word. Can't hear you, Mass. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, the reaction was so perfect. Uh, well, while while he's figuring that out, uh, Paul, did you want to go quickly? Sure. I chose the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Lamarcus Aldridge has been missing significant time due to a hip injury, um, and due to that, San Antonio has found. Uh, a new starting lineup that's working out very well for them. 
Um, they improved to the 4 and 0 on the season this year when they have the starting rotation of Derek White, Dejounte Murray, Kelton Johnson, Demar Derozan, and Jacob Bolet. Botel, Botel, Botel. Um, Jacob Potel. And they, they uh, they're they're carrying that that starting lineup is carrying a rating of uh, plus eighteen points or so. Um. Next most uh, used lineup is Aldridge for Potal and Lonnie Walker for White. That that has a minus twelve point rating, so it's a huge swing. Um, the Spurs are kind of between Popovich and DeRozan and, and and bringing in talent that fits the team instead of trying to surround a, a bunch of all stars in one one thing. I mean. It worked out for the Spurs how they, you know, Parker, Ginobili, and Duncan all were all stars, but that wasn't the reason that that team existed. They're all homegrown guys, and that's what they're kind of trying to redo here, and it's kind of working out for them. Um, San Antonio. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, San Antonio last week. What was the date for the week? Uh, uh so the. Thing. So I think it was the eighth. It, yeah, it was the eighth, ninth. Yeah, so they went three and one with wins over Charlotte, Atlanta, and Golden State, and a loss to Golden State. Um, DeRozan, he's playing well. Um, we'll see how they do this week. They had a postponed game due to eight players not being able to play. So we'll, we'll figure figure out from there. But I think the Spurs are kind of on an upswing. Um, I'm not sure exactly where the standings are. Let me look it up real quick. NBA standings. The Spurs are currently the sixth seed, which, you know, not too shabby because they missed the playoffs last year. Um, I think they're kind of getting back in the swing of things. They're finding they're, they're finding a team that works. I don't, I don't think the worst thing for the Spurs is LaMarcus Aldridge being a, a defensive spark off the bench. I'm done. Very good. Can you guys hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. <clears throat> so I went with the top of the the pick of the litter. Um, I chose Los Angeles Lakers because a couple of interesting things are happening with them lately. Um, last week they played against the Thunder, the Lakers. I'm sorry, the Thunder, the Thunder, the Grizzlies, and the Nuggets. Um they won three of those four games, losing uh, yesterday to the Nuggets by, like, 14. Um, the Lakers uh, made an interesting decision to rush AD back after um, a two-game two game absence, um, and he only really played for a game um, after he injured his Achilles. He's going to be out for a while now. Um, cause they're not going to try and rush him back. Um, three weeks, Link- with three weeks with the calf stream. They said three weeks now. Okay. Two to three weeks with the calf stream. Thank you. Um, I mean, they're going into the all-star break in three weeks, so he'll get even more rest than that. Um, 
but we'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens to their defense, which was the top ranked. Um, they're, we're going to see MVP LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, three of their worst four games have come when AD has been out this year. And I mean, they've played with fire the last few games that he's been out. Um, but the last five games, they've trailed by double digits. Um, they've done well and come back and won most of them. But at the same time, having AD out that long, it'll be interesting to see how the team chemistry uh, comes together and if they can really hold. I mean, I talked to Kyle about this last week, and the honest answer is they don't really care until the playoffs. Yep. Um, but it'll still be interesting to see how this team does without AD. They're going to struggle. Um, I don't know. The Lakers are tough because they hit the Thunder twice. I think. I think, right? They put Thunder twice? Correct. And the Thunder both times played them to the end. They... Uh, they only beat the Thunder by one point in their second game. Yeah, the Oklahoma City Thunder are playing a lot better than what everybody's expecting. Actually. But it's still like you're the best team in the, in the league, supposedly. And they're supposed to be playing the worst team in the league. I don't think they're going to come back like they did yesterday against a good team without AD. Okay. Yeah, that's that. But, you know. I think the Lakers are kind of struggling. Yes, they're winning. But they're not playing Lakers basketball. I, I think they're... I honestly think they're struggling. You know, everybody's... They had the shortest amount of time. Besides the Heat. The Heat were struggling. But, you know, they didn't do that. I think the Lakers are just a lot older. And they need more time. Yeah. Oh, the Knicks, though, huh? Knicks just keep sneaking winning games. They're like the 60s. Julius Randle. Oh, Randle. Randle's playing pretty well. Well, they got Derrick Rose. Tom Thibodeau. Yeah, he's a good coach. He is a good coach. So, do you guys remember when we did that, um... Jimmy Butler said it best. Find, find you someone that's loyal to you like Thibodeau is to Rose. Yeah. It's too bad Kendall jumped ship to be a Rockets fan, and now he has nobody. That's not true. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's a Nets fan now. No, uh, but do you remember kind of we did like the um, the the pre you know preseason basketball kind of like uh, a scope of all the teams, and uh, one of the things that not to pat myself on the back or anything, we were talking about the Knicks, um, and having a lot of these veteran guys that are just knowing their role, if you will. How much do you, do you guys you know buy into that, or or disagree, or, or agree with that being a part of their like winning right right now? They play in the East with a lot of people that are struggling and trying to figure shit out. They're not making the playoffs. So you think they're 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 just benefiting from bad bad basketball? Charlotte is trying to figure it out with a new slash young roster. Chicago is still trying to figure their shit out. Brooklyn is either. Is either an 82-0 and team or worse than the Pistons. You know, the Bucks are not playing ca- their caliber basketball. The Pacers got worse. Boston hasn't been playing the way they're supposed to be playing. Miami's been hurt all year. 
But they're getting better. But the whole East is just a shit show right now. Yeah. So they just they just appear to be taking advantage of a bad situation. Yeah, but they're also playing good enough to be good. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it sounds like you're saying two things. So they are playing good basketball, but yet everyone else is bad. So like, how how much can we put in? How much stock can we put into one or the other? I guess is what I'm asking. Um, because it can't be both. Do I think the Knicks stay as a six seed? No, I do not. I think if they make the playoffs, it is as an eight. But they will slide because they don't have enough talent on that team. Like, Julius Randle's the best player, and there were talks about fucking trading him. You know? Mm-hmm. Make sure changes. Oh, yeah, they brought in Derrick Rose, but, like, Derrick Rose is coming off the bench. Like, the Knicks have so many of the same type of players on their team. They have power forwards and, and point guards. They don't have, like, a true two or... They have Mitchell Robinson, but he's a big hit or miss. He doesn't give you anything offensively. Can't shoot the basketball. So now you're just playing a game with, like, just putting pieces in. Mm-hmm. It's working. But it's going gonna, it's gonna, to, in my opinion, it's not going to work for a lot longer. All right. Seems like, all right, well, Julius Randle's the only guy that can fucking score, so let's double team him. And then they don't have a score. Fair enough. Uh, hey Paul, what's kind of what's what's our uh, scope right now? Um, how how are we doing? How's how's our how's our careers been? Uh, Kyle and Kyle and Massey have won NBA championships. Uh, Kyle just won his first MVP. I think we're going into year five now. Um, Kyle won an MVP and a Finals MVP. Kendall has won Defensive Player of the Year twice. Uh, Kendall, myself, and Kyle have made a handful of All-NBA teams and defensive teams. Um, Massey consistently, Massey, myself, and Kyle are all consistently uh, making the playoffs. Kendall, you made it once and got swept. Good stuff. <laughs> we swept each other and we both both be out. Have I made any all pro or uh all stars? I haven't been so I haven't in order to try to get as much of this done by eleven thirty as possible. We've been on one year contracts every year. I know. I'm not checking every fucking year. You're gonna be a nick for life. Get over it. <laughs> I'm going for the money. Yeah, that's cool. But like, I don't want to keep fucking. Who's on still? What are you typing a paper over there? Yep. Just find it, dude. Just trying to. Or whatever that's Right. Uh, were there any other teams that you guys wanted to talk about in our, our our book report, if you will? Anything else that we we might have missed or agree, disagree with that someone said? 
could talk about the Jazz being the best team in the NBA right now. I was actually surprised no one picked them. Uh, because they're not worth picking. Why is that? Because they're just like the 2000 fucking... The 2012 Atlanta Hawks. And what does that mean exactly? five games and jump and be bailed out in the first round of the playoffs. I was—I I didn't know what he meant. I was just—I was curious. No, I was—I was thinking of the scene in the. Great, great, right, explain to me like I'm five. <laughs> Maybe if somebody watched basketball, they'd know. Well, 2012 was like eight years ago. You haven't watched the games since 2012, so I don't want to hear about it. It's not true. I watched uh, the. How many Knicks games have you watched the past four years? Four years, probably one. But yeah, probably it's probably when they the Rockets. I watched uh, Mavericks uh, Pelicans over the weekend. It's going to be a great regular season team and then a choke in the playoffs. They're never going to get the done. The Jazz fall underneath the small market. I mean, yeah. I, I listen. I, I I get it. I know that we actually you always kind of use that example as the the sons of the uh, like the, the Nash and um, uh, Amari Stoudemire, kind of that 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 was always kind of like a parallel example. The great regular season team. They're going to finish top three. They're going to have fifty plus wins and then lose first, second round to some scrub team that got hot. And the Thunder are kind of worth talking about too. Yes, they're not winning games. Like, they're not winning at a high rate. They have 10 wins. They're not like, terrible. But they're playing with everybody. And yeah, but their roster is so bad on paper. But they always seem to find a way to be competitive. And Al Horford is actually playing good basketball. You don't mean that. I do. <laughs> said. Massey looks like he's about to like kill Yeah, Massey's about to fall asleep is what he's about to do. 
Locks not too far behind him. Yeah. Five, five comes quick. <laughs> yeah. The hell was that? Bless Somebody you, coughing. I think it was a sneeze. Mm. My guess. <laughs> well, a lot of well, listen. This is something you know. If you guys want to do, we could do this every week. It could be like our, our our weekly report, and you know, as teams continue to be you know play well or or fall off or whatever, we we can cover a team every week. That way, all these teams are kind of covered. I mean, That's if you guys fun. want, you know, we, we, we doing hockey. <laughs> we do hockey. I know we talked about that too. I don't know if you if you guys uh, did hockey. I did one. I did one as well. I didn't. Yeah, I don't think Mock did either. No, I, I didn't have any time. Um, I know Paul sent out a list of teams, but I didn't use any of those. Because... <laughs> <laughs> At least I you just, can admit it, Kyle. I just disregarded it. Well, hey, what would you would you do? So I put down the Edmonton Oilers. Um. They went through three and all last week, even though they played the Senators twice, they played the Canadian ones. But they beat the team that they were supposed to beat twice. Um, they outscored their opponent nine to three. Their goalies have been playing very good through uh, last week. They saved a hundred and five goals out of a hundred and eight shots, which comes out to ninety-seven percent between the both of them. Um the, I think a lot of people know that the Oilers can score a lot at will. Even though they have Tom McDavid, Hassel, uh, even Mike Nugent Hopkins. But they're getting good play from uh, Darnell Nurse and the goalies are playing out of their mind. I think we're talking about, I, I think they're starting to turn the ties a little bit. Now they're uh, up to 9-7. and seven. Um, I think they're losing tonight, but whatever. But the nine and seven, I think they're starting to make that turn a little bit. Oh, I'm done. Paul, you agree with my stance? Use your stance. You can. Are you gonna take your stance? Okay. I don't want to be the person that's just like, oh hey, you're like, nope, you're wrong, nope, you're wrong. Formulate your own opinions and find out. Let's just find out for yourself. I think the goal is to find out of the mind. You know, I was going to get four goals today, but it happened. They were dominant last week. They were shit teams. Okay, there you go. All right, uh, I actually, I covered uh, the Panthers of Florida. Um, right now, the Panthers, uh, they find themselves uh, sitting second. In uh, the Central Division, uh, at eight and two, uh, over the trailing uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, in the past uh, past week games they played, uh, they had a double. Uh, what do you want to call it? Not a double header. They played back to back games or close to back to back games. Uh, first, the Red Wings, which they split that series, and they also had a split series uh, with the Lightning, uh, which they won one and Tampa Bay won one. Uh, they played tonight, uh, winning six to four versus uh, the Lightning. 
So, but we'll we'll just focus on the previous four. Um, this is a team that has been playing very well, and I don't want to say that they're on a cold streak, but I will say they were kind of playing lukewarm. Um, interesting that it's, it has a lot to do with the schedule, um, and you know facing. Both teams, in, in short order, playing the Red Wings twice and the Lightning essentially three times now, back-to-back-to-back games, really uh, kind of affects what the, the standings are going to look like, uh, especially that head-to-head where Tampa Bay is edging them out by two games. Uh, I, it looks like two games in the, in the series. Um, Panthers, I, in my opinion, are kind of a, a slight surprise. Um, in, in the sense that it's, it's kind of been a, a lightning-dominated uh, division for the past, I'll say, two seasons. Uh, but they're playing pretty good hockey right now. Uh, I wish I understood the stats more to make a really good assessment. Uh, but looking at the scores, uh, they've, they've hung tough, you know, putting kind of a hurting on the lightning 5-2, to two, but then in turn getting beat 6-1. to one. Uh, it's kind of, it's like a, it's like a trade-off who, who's going to have the better day. Um, both games versus the Red Wings, uh, losing by a goal, winning by three. Uh, it's, it's kind of a similar trade-off, but decent week for a team that's been hot, but I think could trend, uh, downwards. Uh, they face the Hurricanes coming up on Wednesday and it looks like they have another, uh, two game set versus the Red Wings uh, coming up. Um, I think it's partly to do with, I don't know if it's COVID has kind of affected the schedule, uh, or maybe I just don't realize how hockey scheduling works. It seems like a lot of, a lot of the same teams played. What was that? They're playing like a couple game series to like reduce travel. Uh, Which I guess makes sense. Um. You know, I hate to interrupt you, but this needs to be interrupted. No, that's fine. I was, I was kind of wrapped up. Uh, the Mets have made a signing. Who did they sign? Kevin Pillar. Oh, nice. <laughs> How long? Uh, probably just a year. Yeah. The Yankees also signed somebody. Yeah. Yeah, they signed Robinson Torinos. Nice. You know who that is? Nope. Uh, he's a better defensive catcher than the one you had. Oh. I don't think that exists. Uh, yeah, that's everybody in the league. He is awful behind the plate, you know. He is below average. And that's fair. <laughs> Paul, did you have a hockey team you wanted to discuss? Yeah, I did the Chicago Blackhawks. They went 3-1 this past, uh, past week with wins against the uh, Blue Jackets, the two against the Stars, and a loss against the Blue Jackets. Their one loss was a 6-5 loss, which is, uh, you know, you're going to have those high-scoring affairs from time to time. Um, and, a sh- you know, it's basically a shootout situation. Um and they they were the kings of overtime this past week. They were the kings of overtime this year. Well, they just go to overtime a lot. <laughs> but uh, they went to overtime. All three of their wins were overtime wins, 2-1, to 2-1, to and 3-2. to um, Patrick Kane is showcasing why he's still one of the best offensive talents 
in hockey. Alex Tabrinkit is scoring goals at the clip we've become uh, accustomed to. The rookie goaltender is showing very uh, showing some very impressive uh, very impressive strides in the net with a league high five wins for rookies. Um, they're still giving up a lot of questionable goals. Defense is a little rough, but they're they have one of the best power plays in hockey, which is something no one would have expected coming into this year. Um, they're a very watchable team, which is definitely not what a lot of people thought. And they, they've kind of been steadily – they started off the season real rough with back-to-back blowouts to lightning, blowout losses to the Lightning, and then back-to-back losses to Florida. So real rough uh, Florida trip to start it out. They kind of bounced back on track. After uh, against the Red Wings, then kind of fell off again against the Predators, and they've kind of been playing good hockey since then. Um, going, uh, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, six and three in their last nine. Um, they're just kind of they're kind of creeping up the power rankings week by week. Um, you know, I, I didn't do a power rankings, but I probably would have them in the low teens, whereas this year they were definitely close to 31 mark. Um, they're just, uh, they're putting stuff together. They're, they're going to make, make a, a run to show that they're not done yet. And hopefully, you know, there's still a lot of question marks as to what's with, uh, their captain. Uh, hopefully, you know, everything works out well for him. He can come back into a black box team that only adds to the excitement. Do you have any time to look at the score of the box score? Blacks are in overtime. <laughs> I, I think they have more overtime games than anybody I've ever seen. Mass, I believe you have something to say to everybody. Seven and I got nothing for you. They're seven and five and they have eight overtime games. I got nothing for you, Kyle. Oh, yes, you do. I got nothing for you. Sorry. Mom, Toby has to do it. Mash, you got to do it. He read it, so he has to do it. All right, Kendall, you're tall. Paul, you're adorable. Mock, you're funny. Kyle, I got nothing for you, bud. Sorry. Ah, see, that's not what I wanted to hear. So you broke the rule. Kind of tough break the rules. Uh, when you break the rules, you beat Coach. Yeah. Oof. Stink face city. <laughs> Is that the last guy that didn't do it? Right. Yeah, the last time someone didn't do it, Jeff was no longer on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Baldwin. Do you have a simulation update, Paul? What? Do we have a simulation update? Yeah, Giannis has a piston, just one MVP. <laughs> Gross. Giacomo De Luca is the rookie of the year. Oh, man, I had his rookie card. Yeah, he's in the match. Colin Sexton's the sixth man at the age of, like, 26. One <laughs> uh, is fifth straight defensive player of the year. Nice. Uh, Jamal Clark, most improved. And Nate Bajorkin, yeah. one coach of the year. Did he keep my teammate? Let's see. Nobody made. Nobody made first team. Nobody made second team. 
Well, we suck. Are, are we already getting like old and irrelevant? Are those rookies, I think. Well, we made first team. Uh, me, Kyle, Jake, and second team. Uh, Kendall made third team. Steep uh, slope. Kendall mm-hmm. made all defensive team. There we go. Second all defensive team. Uh, the Phoenix Suns are a two seed. Atlanta's a one seed. Chicago's a four seed. The Knicks are a five seed. And Cleveland still can't make the playoffs. <laughs> Who's with Cleveland? Unbelievable. It's the closest I've ever been. Yeah, you lost 42 in the Eastern Conference Finals. Damn. That'll be my career highlight. <laughs> I think your career highlight's going to be being one of the best defensive players that's played. I hope so. Probably. I mean, that's kind of what happens every time. You never won any championships, but you played in your fifth. <laughs> Those one year contracts. Keep me around. So why are we all only on one-year contracts? I don't know. We just keep re-signing them one-year deals. Hmm. I don't know why. I think it's because we put um, – like, I think my guy is doing it because I put low financial security, high loyalty, and high pay for winner, and the Phoenix Suns keep winning. So because I'm not looking for anything financial, I keep just signing with one-year deals. Um, I think everything else is like I think you guys put it like everything just kind of like too close. Like Kyle usually like when we would do this would usually be a hundred percent financial security, hundred hundred play for winner, no loyalty. So Kyle will end up getting like a super max five year deal with like the best team in the league. Yeah, wait for it. Yeah, we <laughs> pick those stats this year. I picked one hundred percent financial security. So it's interesting. Um. Is there anything else in the world of sports that we kind of missed this uh, this week? Uh, not really. It's kind of a sort of thing. Yeah. I disagree. What did we miss, Paul? I just disagree that it's just so Hockey's Hockey's very good. I wish I could actually play today. Uh, I signed another one-year deal with Phoenix Suns, Minnesota's won like nine titles. Probably. Yeah, Minnesota's won three titles. Who's on that squad? Anybody? Uh, Carlton Towns. Like their actual team. Oh. Kettle's still bull. Kyle's actually been kind of dropping off. I'm still a fucking Nick. I blame you, Matt. What? Julie Cav. And Massey is. Dolohawk. 
Go Atlanta. Master, you've been improving, but like just just bad enough to not increase your rating. <laughs> so what am I setting at for a rating? Ninety. Ninety? Yep. You're you're the lower than ninety. What season are we in? What? What uh how many years have you all played? I think this is sixth season. Because it takes about 15 minutes per season. Right. So, you know. Yep. Nothing for me. I think it's covered. Hey, I missed you guys in the studio. <laughs> well, you... did, uh, did the wife take the ride with you? Nope, just me. Even better. So you're lonely. Yep. Kendall's always lonely. Just, just sleep there. Just one. <laughs> That'd be my house. I'll tell your dog to shut up. Would you shut up? Like a noise violation. <laughs> State trooper does. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. All right. Your reviews? Yeah. Good. was definitely my favorite. Yeah. Do you want to give like a review, like a legit review about it? You haven't given a beer review in like eight years. No, I know I haven't, but I don't know that I can actually remember back enough about the beer to give a proper review for it, so I might leave that one to you. Well, next week, I, I left my journal in the car, so I took a... I, I wrote down an extensive review of everything we tried with labels. Um, so, we got that. I'm just going to... The only one I'm going to have to try next week when we're in the studio, I'm going to have to try the uh, orange one again because I only took one sip of it. But Kyle, you'll have to pour me off a sample cup of that so I can try it. That sounds weird. Since all three of them are for you. You just have. I don't want to eat and enjoy all three of them. Minus one sample cup. Minus one. Man, the nuggets are fucking bad. <laughs> I have not done anything to help this franchise on time control. We have eight wins. 
I just made myself the nugget price all this and I haven't done anything to help him. And we're currently 8 and 45. <laughs> nice. Team chemistry is at 40%. Hey, there you go. It's real fucking bad. Um, so, uh, so Massey's was the Irish cream, uh, Souls. Was uh, the orange one? Yeah. Yeah. You want to give a review about it at all? Or, like, I mean, we kind of did some reviewing on the podcast, uh, the thing, but like, for the people, you know, that people are going to hear this before they hear that. So, I, well, not necessarily true, but just do it anyway. So, I would have to, like, I'm going to have to drink it again, like, like, when okay, so then. Give me, a, give me a review on the hazy. The hazy was fantastic. Um, it, it's not too hoppy. And I don't know, I'm just a big IPA guy, so I, I really like everything about it. Uh, four stars. I want 2021 to be the year of beer. I want you to actually review some beers. I will. Not just go, oh, I like IPAs in the mid Coach is always hard. Yeah. Mike, what was your favorite from the show here Saturday? My favorite that I had at, at the brewery was the Granola Brown. like that beer a whole lot. Yeah, it's pretty good style of beer. It's not really your style of beer either, which is It's kind not. Of it's this not. It's, it's always one that, you know, when I hear it on the, the beer menu, it's usually where I stop. What if right after it was double fluffy baby dough? <laughs> You'd say no because it's not black dog. Kendall, uh, my favorite uh, from that day was the uh, the Irish cream uh, coffee milk stout. Um, I mean, we've had a lot of coffee style beers, milk stouts. Um, in, in passing, what I liked about this one a lot was it was actually kind of very very coffee forward. It almost had a, like a a like a coffee ground taste to it, uh, which I, which I really liked. Um, sometimes you get, you know, it's just like a namesake. Oh, there's a coffee milk stout, but you, you really just get a very subtle note. This, uh, was kind of very rich, which I liked. And I actually did enjoy the hum series. I had the, the black cherry and I believe I had, uh, the honey as well and what i liked about them too because i've had a lot of seltzers from these big like the bud lights and all that where it's very super super carbonated um this was not like that at all it was it was almost like a like a flat water if if that's possible it wasn't like you know it, it just it had a, it had a flavor you were just tasting carbonation so i thought that was very cool um again we ended up leaving with a lot of those actually What's flat? Would you buy a six pack of each? Uh, a six of the black cherry, and then like a half. No, it was like a two, two, two with the the lime, the honey, and the black cherry, and then I got a, a four pack of the hazy and a four pack of the Irish uh, cream, and I ended up getting as a bonus two granola, uh, and like one other uh, seltzer. No, it wasn't you got as a bonus. You're just the one that took all the free beer and then give it to the No, no. I, I ended up... I brought him up and, like, here, just take him. Brett. Indeed, Brett. The orange one's yours. No one... I just, I just took him so they didn't get lost. Yeah, Brett. He also took my beer. Brett. 
You don't even yeah. care. My favorite is the granola brown from the ones we had. Because, um, I mean, I'm always going to like something I can consistently get. Um, I loved all of them, but I really, I'm not really a big seltzer guy, but I think it's because it's it's a tea-infused seltzer. I really like the peach a lot. The peach um, I was a big fan of that. Make sure to... Uh, make- to follow Black Hog on all their social medias, but also um, you're going to want to go out and follow Hum Tea Seltzer, which is a, because the, the Hum brand is, even though it is a Black Hog made product, is kind of like a separate line from Black Hog beer. So it's its own thing, so make sure to follow them on social media. Kendall, I'm going to have to try the. Uh, which one did you get? You got the citrus one? So I got the raspberry lime. The, oh, the, the peach and the cherry. Yeah, that's it. That's correct. I, I, I think I was saying honey before because I'm an asshole. But, um, yeah, I'm going to have to try the raspberry. I didn't get a chance to try that. So bring it on the show. Okay. Um, and then real quick before we do our beer reviews and socials for this show, uh, one of the pages I follow on Instagram on the gram does uh, like a lot of like fantasy stuff um, and obviously this isn't really the time of year for it because so when there's when the off season comes around they do a lot of uh, weird weird things so like right now what they're doing is a, a series I hope to remember so I can share it next week, but th- today they posted the all-time perfect uh, jet scheme. So they're doing it in order from, like, lowest point total, so they're the 32nd lowest all-time jet scheme. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting because, it, you know, it go, they, they go back quite a ways, as long as fantasy football is played, which is, you know, a lot of people don't realize it goes all the way back to, like, the 60s. Um, so it's uh, 2015 Ryan Fitzpatrick 2004, Curtis Martin. 2008, Thomas Jones. 2015, Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker. 72, Rich Caster. Uh, 85, Freeman McNeil in the flex. The 09 defense. And 2018, Jason Meyer at the So they put up 142.7 points per game. Jets, Jets, Jets. That was pretty cool, though. And they did it for all of them? They're going to do it for all of them. They're going to do one per day. Oh, okay. And then, um, real quick, so obviously we're not going to have time to finish this tonight, so I'll just kind of give an update on everyone's career. We are in entering the 2027-2028 season. Um, so... This thing could move any slower. All right, so at this state, we are all 27 years old. Uh, I am a 99 overall. But kind of like a double-double guy, points and rebounds. Uh, around five assists per game over the course of the career. And one and a half blocks. Um... Uh, 
TV. Uh, Seven-time All-Star. Uh, one first-team All-NBA. One second, or sorry, three second. Two-thirds. Three first All-Defense. Three second. And first-team All-Rookie. Uh, and one finals appearance. Uh, Kendall, you are a 96 overall. You're a six-time All-Star, one-time second All-NBA team, one-time third-time All, five-time Defensive Player of the Year, first-team All-Defense five times, second-team All-Defense once, and first-team All-Rookie. The highlight postseason is made to the Eastern Conference Finals. And for your career, you are averaging 11, uh, 11, 16, and 2 with a one and a half steals and blocks per game. Uh, Souls is a 27 overall. He is averaging 21 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, so almost triple double a game. One time, Hayden, uh, two time MVP, one time finals, seven time all star, five time first, second, rookie of the year. First team all rookie. Uh, Mike Mock is a 91 overall. He's made the playoffs once. He's a three time all star, one time second team all defensive, one time first team all rookie. And dang. For a career so far, 16 points, four rebounds, eight assists. And the averaging for his career, 14 points, 12 boards, two assists, one steal, one block, and is a, I think he's made the playoffs quite a few times, he's an NBA champion, four-time All-Star, and one-time second All-Team rookie. I'll take it. So that's where we kind of stand after uh, just kind of where we stand after I think it's seven years. And we'll probably end up playing much longer than that. Yeah, we probably realistically we would play Oh, Massey actually signed a long-term deal for us. I think he's the first one to do. Yay, look at me. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you can say yay all you want. It's pretty, you signed a four year, $142 million deal. Is that good? Is that good? I don't know. Yeah. Did you take over four years? I was. Yeah, so beer reviews, Kendall, how was your whatever? Gorilla Brown, uh, very good. You know, oddly, for me, it's kind of like an overlooked beer at Blackhawk, even though it's kind of like their, their flagship beer, if you will. Um, it, I like it because it is has it, it has like the similar properties that you would find in like a a, a stout or a porter. Um, you know, it, it has kind of like a a dried fruit component um, where. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say chocolate per se, but maybe n- notes notes of, of of cocoa. I'm kind of flubbering here. Um, 
but it's 5.7%. Uh, I, I would give it three and a half stars. Uh, and it's a beer that it, it's, it's worth drinking all year round. So there you have it. Souls, you started off with the Grohl Brown? It's not for me. Um, I don't really know what it, like, I kind of taste the coffee. I don't know if I'm dead wrong. That's what I tasted. You did wrong. Whatever, it's what I tasted. But I could drink it again. It's just not going to be my go-to. Then I went to uh, Tony, Doug, Tony Goes Dancing. This fucking beer sucks. <laughs> um, I'm just not a fan of it. It tastes flat. We gotta limit the typing. <laughs> oh, Mark, you're still awake. How was your beer? The too juicy. I mean, it, it's always gonna be a, a staple. Um, for me, it's one of my, my favorite local beers around. It's always always a top choice. Uh, I had the Black Hog leaves a mark Imperial Stout. Uh, pretty cool can art, uh, like a tattoo uh, needle in the hand. It is a 11.5% 16-ounce stout. Um, it, it, I, I like it a lot. Um, it's definitely, um, it's not coffee-flavored, which is kind of a nice change of pace, the way the stout game works, but it is extremely bitter, um, which I'm a humongous fan of. It's got a lot of robust flavor to it. A little bit of cocoa nib pulls through. Um, nothing like overly on the, the sweet side in terms of like vanilla, uh, if anything, more molasses, um, nice, good, thick, dark, cold weather beer, big fan, uh, 4.2. Where can they find us? Find us on Facebook at Getting Sports with Drunk, Instagram and Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure you use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses. Whether it's cleaning your absolute out of the out of the book career or playing music during the GSWD. What is this? <laughs> it's a wreck of the Evan Fitzgerald. You've never heard that song? I don't think so. It was on a Pittsburgh it trip. Like... Oh man. But uh Yes, we are on Podbean, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. We're everywhere. Everywhere. Um, uh, read quick rundown. Yes, uh, PPR and Radio. There are a billion shows on the network. When whenever there's not talk shows on, it's music twenty four seven. Every weekday at noon is the Joe Antonio Show. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. is the best shit you've never heard. Uh, Mike uh, Grudel—I always screw his last name. Grudeloa, Grutola. Let's call Mike Grutola. That sounds better. Um, has two other shows. Uh, Hell fucking yeah, podcast. You can listen to that anytime. Uh, and also does another show uh, with his wife uh, called Friday Night Delight. Uh, you can find that on Friday nights at five. Uh, 
Peter Pinot show Wednesday, seven thirty to ten thirty. Pete has another show coming, uh, I believe, early March. Uh, Pete, literally correct. Uh, political talk show. Um, that was going to be an hour for now. Uh, we'll see where that goes time wise. It's the Boo Show uh, Thursdays at eight. Uh, this Pink Cloud with Kelly Reverb. It's uh, a show kind of discussing about recovering uh, from addiction that airs Mondays at ten. Uh, Corey Ryman, he has two shows on the network, Delay uh, Mondays on Delay, that takes place on Tuesdays at 5 p.m., and Choreorama, live with Corey, uh, Sundays at 2 p.m. Uh, and then, of course, there's us, uh, Getting Exposed to the Drunk, and if you missed any of these shows that happened during the week, you could listen to them Saturday morning, starting with us at 5 a.m., and alternating uh, Saturday afternoons are mixtape Saturdays. So there's a lot of stuff going on on PPRN, nonstop content. Great. Download the Live 365 app if you haven't already, or you can access it at pprn3221.wixsite.com. Beautiful. Uh, make sure to tune in to all the great stuff happening on PPRN Radio Network. Make sure to look it for look out for the Blackhawk Show, the CT Disc Golf Show. Um, we're hoping to get some other content coming as the warmer weather approaches. Lots of fun stuff. Um, hopefully, we've been kind of teasing at it for a little while, but hopefully next week we're in the studio to do a Massey's game show that him and Kyle kind of collabed on a little bit. Uh, Kyle idea, Massey work. Um, and, uh, yeah, lots of fun stuff. Um, and we got a fantasy baseball draft coming up in the next few weeks, which will be a blast. Um, looking forward to that. But until those things, I'm your host is Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Tired Washable. Yep. Crooked Teeth Souls. The Mass Chris Massey. And the Red of a Red Baron. Yeah.